<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode nine of the Craft Brews Quarterbacks. I'm your announcer, Aaron Main. Welcome to Facebook Live. Nice to have you guys. Nice, something a little different. It's time to get into the intros. Who the fuck is on our podcast? He's got a Pringles can dangling between his legs, slapping on his thighs. It gave him a blood clot. Aaron Wheatley. What up, what up? Can you believe it? That's impressive. That Give and impressive. take. Yeah. That that's is how you, impressive. That's how you make a child, baby. Back of the cup. And I'm out of here. This young man got swamp ass from SpongeBob's bubble bass. Grand Waters. I thought of that and I was like, ooh, that's the one for Grant. And of course, well, how could we forget the master ass blaster, the god of rod, the pod father, Andrew Luttrell. Andrew, say hi to everybody. Hey, how's it going, Facebook? Let's get it going. Fucking phenomenal. You didn't introduce yourself again. again. I did too. Again. I said I'm your now. I said it immediately. Oh. I said I'm Aaron. Yeah, I guess that's fair. But yeah, it fair. was pretty short. I feel like you just need more. I feel like you but need to all right, you guys give me one. You guys give me one. You, you guys, I, I already oh, you're, do you're every week. Answer. I already agree. I'm literally mentally handicapped, and I could not find my fucking shoes today. That's why I was 15 minutes away on the way here. I'm Aaron Main. How's okay. that feel? Yeah. Better? No, that was good. Yeah, I agree to myself. Great. That's not that a shot. Very accurate. accurate. That's yeah. a shot for you. <laughs> Hope you're tuned in, Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. super nice really so we're gonna you? jump right in we've got plenty of viewers here to try uh we have show and tell some items for you guys to see some sports memorabilia oh yeah uh, let's go ahead and start on the far left boys that is going to be a Paulaner. this is a german beer it smells quite is a hefeweizen it is an import smells german from germany yeah for sure let's see how that like tries mercedes-benz yeah it smells like my friend ephraim who's from germany is fuck that imported? guy is it made in germany it is Did you say ephem his name's Ephraim, but Ephraim do, yeah. Did he play basketball with you? Yeah, he did today, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool guy. He's pretty good. No. He, like, he's uh, solid. I'm better than him. Like? He is a point guard. Keaton sends kisses in the chat. Keaton sends kisses in the chat. Where the Aww, fuck is he? We'll kiss his back. He hey, could yeah, be. Where's our live audience? He could be. my Mercedes, then we're good. He could be on my live. Oh, Edelman. That's crazy. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. you got to watch the episode to hear that about that. I seen your Go Chiefs post. I don't know what that was about. You freaking fake Patriots fan. Ooh, calling him out. I absolutely agree. So what do you guys think of the uh, Pal Honor? I actually really liked it. That's one of the better beers I think we've had in the show that wasn't uh, a sour sour one. Yeah, that was definitely – I'm going to give it an 8. That was very solid. I really like it. I would drink it like at a party. I'll give it a 7-2. I mean, it's tolerable, but it's not my favorite. I really like Hefeweizen's, and this is less syrupy than a lot of the ones you find here in America. Yeah. So – Seven and a half. Yeah, it's it is my all time favorite beer. So I'm gonna have to give it like a nine five, boys. This is what I drink every time I'm over there. Your all time favorite beer, and you give it a nine five, Andrew. You wouldn't give your favorite beer a ten. I don't know. I feel like ten would. Are you saving it for the one beer you haven't tried? Anything else? Right. There's nothing else out there that could be better ever, and he's got a lot of life. That's right. Okay. I haven't tasted everything. Lot, lots of German that's beers to try. That's so right. that's your current. Okay, I, I, I'll take it for now. You'll take it. All right, so we have the we'll beer in the middle. Blood. I remember there was a beer he said like This is yours, oh. right? Yeah, that <laughs> smells like 13, 12.9% alcohol 13. content. Oh, oh. oh. this smells like... 82 I had to use is Tiger by the Tail. 
triple IPA it's from a bit, the Blind Tiger. A bit oh. bitter. 82. I don't know what IBU means, oh. but it tastes like ass. I was going to say, there's a lot All of chemicals in this. Them. Yep. There's a lot of cum in there. They, oh, we're, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that's what you were uh, going to say at first. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were about to read each other's mind. Oh, that's, that's better. That's really not good. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb and say absolute shit tasted like bath salts, <laughs> chemicals, two. Two out of ten. Yeah, I'm not tasting that anymore. i that like a three and a half. Oh, shit. Taste. Like at first, I was like, oh, this isn't going to go so bad. But then the aftertaste was just in- intense. I think it tastes like what the Grimace from uh, fucking McDonald's ass would taste like. <laughs> the fucking purple little blob thing. <laughs> Wait, what do you have to give this? I'll go eight. You choked up. Strictly because of the alcohol content. And it's really, for the IBUs, you'd think it would be really bitter. To me, it doesn't taste oh. that bitter. Again, You're IPA still struggling. It's right. taste. That these guys haven't grown up to enjoy. I mean, the aftertaste isn't that bad. They will one day. Uh, the aftertaste is terrible. You say it's not that bad. So that means I'm more of a man? Question mark. I mean, I, did, I mean the first rating. That first taste, it was like, wow, right up the shitter. Not where I'd like it. Anywhere below six, you guys. But chug. Oh. I'm like, oh, we're yeah, moving. Oh. Is that next one the sour one? Oh wait, yeah. Latrell. Yeah. You said it was bitter. Latrell. Latrell, I give it a seven two. You had a seven two. It's it's not terrible. It's it wasn't my favorite though. All right, third Grant one. Ordered. What do we have here, Mister Mister Grant? Uh, we got a guava sour from Blind Tiger. As I'm sure that most of our podcast viewers know that I'm uh, I really like the sours, and so we're gonna keep the theme going. And I don't know mm. why not because it's a great chaser for that shit that we just had. Oh yeah, yeah that's like great. It's hard liquor or something. Dude, honestly, I'd rather take shots of vodka than that. <laughs> I honestly yeah. would. Maybe, really? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't know. want to test it. Let me see. Do you still have the bottle? I don't want to test I it. I mean, still I, I, there. you still I was, have the fucking bottle. I wasn't bottle. planning on oh. drinking that for the rest of the night. That, I think it was wild berry. Oh, my God. Every shot I took, it was like, can you please pour acid like in red my berry, mouth? Blindfold me else. and then beat the shit out of me. <laughs> if you would have had limes, then you'd have been okay, right? Absolutely. Limes saved the day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven. I liked it. I was immediately fresh. Like I was, It was refreshing for me. It's like, ah. Oh. Delicioso. Very, very, very good. I don't really like uh, the previous one, so that's a big one up. I probably would have given like a six if I didn't have that last one. But I'm going to go seven. I'm gonna, I don't know how I'm going to follow that review up, but uh, I'd probably give it like an eight and a half. So I think he encapsulated the feeling eight and a half? Pretty, pretty perfectly. Man, yeah. You're sitting pretty strong down there. Eight and a half. Yeah. yeah. Not enough cable, son. Though. Stay in school. It's, su- it's super easy to drink, too. Cable! It's six, six and a half percent alcohol, so it's not <laughs> you know as low it- as some other sours. You know when Grant drinks a whole growler by himself in one day, it's it's good it's shit. Really it good. actually tastes good. No shit. So, yeah. A whole growler by yourself. Yeah. Yesterday for you, the cheese game. You are, well, that's actually a fair assessment. It was delicious and invigorating what do you for give the game. It, buddy? Eight and a half's on the money. I this is probably my favorite sour that we've tried yet. I, don't, I think that's the highest rating I'm giving one. So. I'm gonna have to give it like a seven six. I knew you'd like this one better though. Yeah. You've given sours a lot lower rating. It's not like overly sour. Yeah, it, it's really not. Okay, guys. It's so let's beer. go ahead and go to the. Or let's go. What, what were you saying? Sorry, man. Oh no, I'm just. I just. It was a great. It's a good sour beer, and I like how Grant's kind of brought it the six though. I say seven. Oh, okay. I like seven. Okay. okay. It, it's solid, and you've kind of brought a. That's kind of the trend you've been bringing is sour ones. So yeah, I yeah, appreciate. They it. can bring the. They can the bring the shit, and then yeah, then I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring the good taste and stuff. That, that, that works for me. Oh. The breathalyzer? I would never take one the of those, sir. The Hefeweizen. The Hefe. Fuck off, matey. I'm on my dialect over here. That's right. Uh, so we have some show and tell. Uh, Maine, what did you bring? I brought... Well, I know last week, Grant asked me to bring a bat, 
And look, my Tory Hunter signed a bat, and I decided. Oh, shit. Yeah, I remember that. I decided I have a little something better than just a bat, uh, if you may. I have seven ah. bats. Yeah. <laughs> None of them signed by Tory Hunter, but. Uh, yeah, you're right. I have like a patch in here, Tory Hunter. But uh, I just I collect baseball, basketball cards. Kind of my passion. I really enjoy it. It's a nice hobby of mine. Whatever I'm. No either. football. I have very limited. I have not a lot at all. Only, I have, only the best. Uh, not really. I have like a Dak hockey? Prescott summer. No, someone no, gave no me hockey? someone gave me hockey cards on accident, and thinking like, I knocked it out of their hands. It was like, this Christmas. Fuck? Like I don't. I just said I liked cards, and they were like, "Oh, there's a fucking hockey!" And I was like, "Wow, there's I literally cards. know nobody. I don't. know. I can't name you one hockey player. I give a fuck less." Wayne Gretzky? I know they're He's probably not Canadian, but other than that, fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I collect a lot of autographs, especially. So that's kind of my thing. I have guys from. I got Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp, he's a. I think I'm pretty sure he won an MVP in in L. A. The Dodgers, but uh, my best card I'd say is right. Jose Altuve. I got Jose Fernandez, rest in peace. Uh, that's probably a good one. Tyler yeah. Skaggs, he died this year. I got oh, him, or last year, excuse anymore. me. No, absolutely not. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Literally die, matey. Uh, I got some NBA autographs. I recently just pulled a Spencer Dinwiddie. That's probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, shit, I, saw that I pulled that the other day on a box. That's pretty dope. Um, what's another good how, one? How many people do you have in your private Snapchat story? Is oh it God. pretty exclusive club? Like 170 or so. <laughs> okay, okay. And then like my yeah, I was about to say, I was about I was to say like, out of 600 people. Story, I was just like, oh shit. You need a second. I feel important now. Pod on <laughs> out of 600 people, literally you guys are one I mean, of the four. I give them access to my. Private I mean, you guys are three of the so 160. Yeah. Do you have your parents on there? We're Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have my mom on Facebook. Oh, okay. That's it. There you go. Sorry, mom. But yeah, I just I got I'm a big I'm a big Minnesota Twins fan, so I got a whole Twins section. I got every tw- shut up every Twins card I got, all my Twins autographs, which is a good section. Yeah, uh, like relics if it's like got the bat card and whatnot. Do you have any good Royals players? Uh, I got Nicky Lopez autograph. Oh, I had okay, a, a so Wade now. Davis, <laughs> Kelvin Herrera. Give it away. Sorry, Facebook. Who are you talking about? Ooh, Nicky Lopez me? card. Me? Yeah. Talking to me? Yeah. Shh. Talking to you. No one knows. What did Aaron Wheatley say? Nobody fucking knows. Oh, I had friends that shared. Pretty sure our, Sorry, yeah, our 265. All right, I'll do another one. When we get 300 likes, I'll do one. And I'll do more than Nikki Lopez because Nikki Lopez yeah, is kind of shy stuff. You want Nikki Lopez, you're a baby back bitch, question mark. What did uh, what did you bring, well, Master Grant? Stuff. So I'll start with one the of, lesser one. one. Two, one the lesser two. one, in nah, my opinion. This is more. Uh, I mean, it's definitely better than what it would be valued at today, considering who's head coach. But at the time, it was Roy Williams. <laughs> so I think that this is probably more valuable uh, than it would be now. But so this is a piece of the floor, and it says 1979 to 1992. So I would assume that's when the floor was decommissioned. Was in 92, and I think that they've changed the floor one other time after that. Uh, but this is just one of the times in which they did, and my parents were able to get a piece of it. So, so we want a natty in there, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Danny Manning played on that floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that is fact. So did Calvin Thompson. His, yeah, Shout out, Sizzlers. Part of, his, part of his shoe print is on here. He stepped in some cat shit or something. <laughs> that smudge up there. So he didn't sign it, but um, his shoe print being on there is probably makes it a little more valuable. But I think they got it for like 200 bucks. And my mom was telling me that she's seen some going for a thousand dollars or so these days, but I don't know if it. I don't even know what piece, what part of the floor this is. I mean, you could probably figure it out if you thought about it I'd for say a second. It's one of the letters. But yeah, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe it goes A-U. this way. Yeah, maybe it, it's the, the U. U. So, but that was probably 
one of the cooler things that I had, and I didn't even, I totally forgot about it. I remember growing up, we had it in Lawrence, but, and then we just put it wherever, but this is definitely uh, my prized possession when it comes to show and tell. So I got a box of Mahomes Magic Crunch Limited Edition. Uh, I know that we have 260 or so followers on Facebook, but if you guys could cannot tell everyone about this because it's definitely a highly prized commodity. We don't want people um, going after Grant, okay? Exactly. He, I mean, I, I mean, if, he, if we lost him I, on the pod, it, I, I got family. I don't need to be, uh, you know, jacked on my way home tonight or anything like that. He's so the pod son. I, I would appreciate it if you guys could keep this on the lowdown, but I haven't opened it yet. Uh, it actually has an expiration date of August of 20. So I'm really hoping that I make it to a Chiefs game before then and I get Mahomes to eat a cereal bowl out of this or at least sign it. I'm not sure which one would, it would be worth more. If it, you spent some guap. If he, if he signed it or if he ate a bowl of cereal out of it. So, oh. But super happy with this. And uh, I actually have a friend who's going to next week's game, and I was hoping that he could take this with him to try to see if he could he sign it. Or, it or, or, yeah, true. Maybe I shouldn't trust him. He might he, shank he, you. He's a pretty good friend, but, yeah, I don't know. Bros um, before hoes, and you, sir, I, are I, a hoe. I feel like it would also maybe help the Chiefs a little bit. They need all the support that they can get. So that's what I got. Wheatley? Aaron Wheatley. Uh, I don't know how you're going to follow that up. but Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's going to be really tough. You can't follow up what I brought, pussy. Because I, I, know, I know there ain't no flat, Flacco Magic Crunch, that's for sure. No, there isn't. Maybe some Drew Locke coming. Maybe. Brock Osweiler jerking it in San Diego. Excellent. <laughs> is that my dad? <laughs> Whose is that? That'd be mine. Give it back, sir. So I brought a Philip Lind Lindsay chrome signed helmet. There. I was about to say, that looks way shinier than it does on TV. Yeah, no, this is the, the chrome edition. That's why it has to have the cover. Uh, so I actually won this. It's basically is one of my buddies from high school. He runs a Facebook page. Go check it out. Two Guys Live Sports Raz. His name's uh, Tyler Jordan, and he razzes off these uh, helmets, and he does jerseys. Um, all kinds of things. It's basically Sign, like signs them all himself. Yeah, it's basically like gambling for uh, signed memorabilia, but it's really cool. Does it on Facebook. Have a chance to win some cool stuff. They always pull a lot of cool chief stuff for you local listeners out there. Um, but it does have a uh, certificate of mm, authentication. Yeah. Authentication. Authenticity. That's a big word. On there. Um, it's good. It's not like you talk on a so podcast you, for a living. You can actually look it up, and usually, like, there's a picture or something with my. I have a, actually have a Champ Bailey helmet too. Um, oh, that would have been that, way better. That came with a picture. I like this one because it's shinier. Yeah, it is it's, shiny. It is a nice and, helmet. You know, the first but Champ Bailey one better better player. First, I don't know. We'll we'll see. First undrafted overall player to run for two thousand yard seasons in his first two years, ever. That's pretty good. Yeah, for but come on, man, yeah, Champ Bailey with what he's actually done. You're comparing it to two years. Compared to a whole career when this guy's ran for a thousand yeah, yards. Yeah, I know. And I, would, you, I mean, you have to say that at this point, Champ well, Bailey's definitely point, the sure. better player. Okay. And, I mean, like a 95% probability that he will be at the end of the day. But anyway, we digress. You wish. It's still pretty cool. You're, you're hoping so. But see the autograph. I'm not worried yeah. about it. There's the auto. That is pretty cool. That is a cool-ass yeah. comment, actually, even if it's Broncos. I actually did have another uh, Philip Lindsay helmet, and he signed it Taz, which was pretty cool, but it was pretty nice. I ended up selling it because it wasn't the – I ended up winning this, and it was Chrome. So. Mm. But. Okay. Well, I have really nothing interesting, so – um, you yeah, guys you don't have anything from Germany or anything? I don't have anything, no. That's oh. a lie. You have Greg Holland holding a Royals flag over there. Yeah, these are Evan's photographs, but yeah, he's... Well, there's my trash as well. Um, Excellent. Yeah, but honestly, is, he's got some cool. Sports Illustrated mags from uh, the Kansas City Royals um, 
World Series runs in 2014 and 15. But if you guys uh, want to catch the rest of the episode, listen to Spotify tomorrow. I mean, you're a treasure in and of yourself. So oh, I at appreciate least that. In, in my mind. Appreciate you look that. like Andy Dalton. Yeah, you look like Andy Dalton, so I feel like that's something. I was going to say, you're already a celebrity. Make sure you're checking out the National Championship game. Really good game in the first half. 21-17 LSU. Uh, yep. Clemson driving again. It's been an awesome game so far. Jamar Chase going. Boo! On. Glad I bet on the over. That's Stop right. stealing my right. moves. Right, All right, guys. Well, we'll see you on YouTube, uh, our website, Spotify. You guys can check out the rest of the episode. You can fucking watch the episode, god damn it. Thank Thanks you. for listening, poopies. Fucking shyster. Wow, we're still live on the actual podcast, so this is... Uh, <laughs> little awkward. I'm gonna touch myself real quick, eh, and we're gone, yeah, uh, and we're on, and we're on. All right. We have a couple of viewers. <laughs> what a great segue. Well. So we we got up to like seven, eight, and then yeah, back down bad. to. Six. I mean, everybody's watching the national championship game. That's right. You guys are tuning in. That's fine. You know, to our live. You kind of that that signed helmet was really cool. So I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, so let's get started. Really, a lot of things. A lot of things in the news, and I just want to say, like, just coming out of the gate, I think there's so many Terry's, like, opportunities yeah, no, for Terry's no, this week. This is oh, yeah. Definitely the deepest Terry, deepest Terry field. Yeah. That we've had. Oh, cool. yeah. Agree. Yeah. I mean, we got Antonio Brown, by the Bill way. Bill Self. Bill Self, yeah, I, for actually, sure. Yes. He's one, actually, of the, yeah. Yeah, one of the higher ones. Very on the list. questionable what the fuck I mean, he was doing against Baylor. But especially this week. To you every uh, week. But yes. Antonio Brown, of course. Uh, the Bill, Browns, Bill maybe, for hiring uh, Kevin Stefanski. Bill O'Brien, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar John Harbaugh. Deshaun. Oh, the fucking Texans. Deshaun. Freddie Kitchens. Hey, he's always. Rest in peace, though. Yeah, I mean, just tradition. <laughs> he, he should be at every week. He should be called Rex Erection because um, he's just a fucking hard follow every game. the Browns owner, whoever decides hiring the coach because then they hired another uh, off the wall The guy. Red Sox oh, coaches. Oh, the Astros. Oh, yeah, Astros. Astros. I was about to say the yeah, same shit. Alex the Astros. Cora. Or that no, not the Red Sox. Red Hinch. Sox no. Yeah, AJ well, Hinch. and Alex Cora. Yeah. Oh, Cora's probably it's, gonna have it worse than the other it's two. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. He was the ringleader, and then yeah. Beltron. Man, he got out when he needed to, didn't he? He's the manager of the Mets, so he might not be out. Oh well, he, I don't know because they aren't handing down any penalties to any of the players, and he, he was a player at he the wasn't time. A player was he? Yeah. He I was. don't know he if they. Player. I don't know if that's fair. If they should do it to players, I don't know I don't because think that they are I mean, because they don't want to. You know, they, didn't know they don't want to get into on. it with the club. I mean, department. like, they, they don't knew, want to get into it with the players association. I don't think it's their their idea. I don't think Carlos Beltran's like, hey, I'm batting 230. Can we steal signs? Well, I, you mean, know what I mean, he had to contribute somehow. Please, well, you're right. Yes, because yeah, he wasn't so, doing it. Getting on the field. what are you gonna do? You're on the team. They tell you, hey, we're gonna fucking cheat. What do you say? No, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, you motherfucker! You play I mean, for the, the Astros. Road, that'd be the hard. That'd be the. I mean, you still get a ring at the end of the day, bro. They literally went to the promised land. Exactly, and, and, and they jerked it in the clubhouse. Yeah, you can't take that away from him. Because I was hearing pe- some people think that they should take the World Series banner away from him. It's like, okay, it's just like the NCAA when they vacate national titles, and it's not like Louisville didn't win in 2013. So let I me don't. ask you what you think, and I'm gonna bring this up. Um, what do you think is worse, this conundrum with the Astros? Or Pete Rose, betting on himself, betting on his own team, winning. Uh, but he didn't actually give his team an advantage. Precisely. That's but, but like that, so yeah but like they, they literally you, uh, inordinate competitive no yeah advantage. I'm 100 with you but they they Astros banned scumbags they man. banned Pete Rose for, for life, life. Yeah. 
And these guys get a year. Okay, with Pete Rose though, the crazy thing is he betted for himself to like do good. I yeah. can understand if you're if he was betting most of the time to like tank. Yeah, that would be easy to do. Charlie the Hustle. Up, the dude ended up with three thousand hits, so that's like badass. I think at four thousand actually. I, I think it's it's right to hold the but. players accountable. And Grant and I talked earlier. The NFL really needs to take a page out of the MLB's book for discipline here. And I think now that the Patriots' reign is finally over. They might actually see some legit discipline from this whole Bengals thing that went down. Oh, you said so, you said uh, Patriots, and I just mentioned, just brought up another Terry, but Julian Edelman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What For the fuck is he on doing? Hill's car. Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you really go Stan Hill's car? <laughs> Probably. Oh yeah, another, another Terry. I mean, who right else's there? car would he be jumping on? <laughs> Maybe it was Bill Belichick's. I mean, it's easy for the MLB though. The, the one, the one thing that I think they kind of scapegoated. Who's Bill Self's was, car? Wasn't mine. Was they're not Bill Mercedes. 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 <laughs> they're they're not um, disciplining the players, as Grant said, and. You know that doesn't make sense to me because they're they're the ones. I mean, for the MLB it does because they're going to play the game and they're what's making it exciting. It's not AJ Hinch, it's not the GM of the Astros. So I get it in the sense that if you you can't really ban them for a whole year, whole year, and what are you going to do? Not give them a whole year after you gave the other guys involved a whole year. But then it's come out that AJ Hinch might have not had that much to do with it. Yeah, I was really surprised that they got fired. And maybe, and maybe Cora, maybe we'll see that with Cora's discipline that he might get two years or whatever, or get banned indefinitely. But um, if I, I'm I in think the, the player yeah. should be disciplined, um, maybe Which, not to the extent. But I, I know what the MLB is thinking. They're like, well, that's a really good team in AL, and if we take you know two or three of their good players away from them, then yeah, you know, the guys that have been interviewed, value. Jake Marisnik. I think he's with the Mets now, but he was on that World Series team as well as Joe Musgrove, who's a pitcher for the Pirates now. Well, when they interviewed Musgrove, he danced around it completely. If you're going to speculate cheating, all this bullshit, when it's you, you see right fucking through it. it. It's so transparent that this guy knew exactly what was going on, and it's great that the MLB was able to figure this out. Um, I'm if I'm the in the American League, I'm looking at the Astros and the Red Sox not having their manager. You know, they're pretty much their backbone. And I'm jumping all over this. There's still guys in free agency. There's guys you could trade for from the National League and amongst you know tanking teams in the American League. This could be a great year for a lot of teams to kind of tackle. Royals. Yeah, uh, absolutely yeah, not. Yep, <laughs> absolutely oh, the not. The is going to have a, a breakout year. He will have a breakout year. Not, they, not the Twins either, because what the they fuck? Do anything in free agency? Oh my god! But we didn't really funny. do a lot because we're we literally what we should have done is we should have just fucking signed a pitcher like Hanjin Ryu or Zach Wheeler. You know, uh, someone to really back up our rotation because that was our right. problem is that rotation. But no, we got Rich Motherfucking Hill, who was a run. He he just got out of jail. We talked about this last week, so I'm not gonna get too into it. But yeah, but the the Twins still have the great offense, the best offense in baseball. The yeah, best. we'll see about that. But uh, I, honestly, when, home runs when in baseball I heard, first heard that AJ was fired, I was thinking Royals should go out and fucking get him for next year because that would be probably a step up. I mean, they I don't even Matheny, know, bro. Yeah, Mike Matheny. He'll help them a lot. That's a young team that Matheny will come in, and he knows what to do. He's been in situations before and that. He kept the whole staff. He so needs a new, they need a new hitting coach, though. But, I mean, someone's going to pick. I think it's the pitching, pitching coach. coach yeah. The hitting's actually solid. Mondesi and Merrifield led the league in hits. Uh, the, I think yeah, the problem would be at first base. I uh, don't know what the fuck O'Hearn was doing. He had a really good kind of second half of his rookie season. Lucas Duda had no business being on that team. and do Fucking, yeah, yeah Do- absolute mm-hmm. shit. Bulldozer. <laughs> he won the World Series yeah. for the Royals. Hunter Bozier's a beast. Yeah. He's he good. Awesome year. Dude, won yeah. the World Series for the Royals. 
while he yeah he did that fucking throw that's right <laughs> dude oh man that was great that's i felt so bad for the guy low-key because he had it was like for dude his entire career up to that point it was when is this guy gonna break out and then he had a 30 home run year and he was like a big bright spot for that team in the final or the finals excuse me the world series i'm gonna be technical and then he fucked it up nick saban the royals can thank him for right it. now guys like i should be here every fucking he, yeah year. i mean who he's cares still cares at the national play? championship game at least too it's kind of like those memes that uh, talk about how the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, just because one of the other teams gave him a couple tickets or something. Yeah, the Cowboys well, will start off 6-0. and and That's funny. They'll yeah. lose. They won't even make the playoffs. Well, but, the Vikings lost oh, recently. Kind of, wow. Yeah, there's there's like eight everywhere. flags being thrown. <laughs> the, I think the NFL needs to go to the college football rule of pass interference. It pisses me off every time that spot of the, spot like the Patriots just throw it up. And they get the spot a, of the foul. It's a spot foul. No, it's only yeah. fifteen yards. Yeah, it's fifteen yards, yeah. right? In college, uh, why? Why make it? I, I understand why they do spot of the foul because it, it's basically what saying if you're that stopping if, a if touchdown. They didn't have pass interference, that they would have caught it. But that's, I mean, that's not necessarily true. Look at that. He's thirty yards down the field. You're taking fifteen yards away from him by no, calling I, it. I, I yeah, like, but it's just like any other. Uh, okay, it's like holding or anything else. I mean, you don't count the yardage. You just go by whatever the rule book says. The amount of yardage is. All, All right, right. So we had some playoff games recently. We had the fucking Vikings shit the bed. Thank God. Thank Fuck God. you, Kirk Cousins. Fuck the Twin Cities. Excuse me. Oh, sorry, man. I'm gonna meet you in the parking lot and piss on your I Kia. I didn't see you wearing that TC hat. What's that stand for? Uh, tits. And Cox. Yeah, Titty Cox. There we <laughs> go. Cocka. Fair assessment. I'm literally going to wank off later. They play. Hey, speaking of Titty Cocka, that was one of your top comedians of all time. Who? Titty Cocka. What are you talking about? What? You shared it on Facebook. What? Titty Cocka. You talking about Chris Farley? No. Who you talking about? Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh. What kind on, of bro? Jim Carrey you, fan are you? Yeah, have you seen Pet Detective, huh? bro? You know I didn't say top about? four yeah. comedians. I just thought I got inspiration from his oh. acting. You kind of look like you, him, Yeah, too, you do. Yeah. Well, no, he looks like the guy from iCarly. Who is oh, that? Fucking Spencer? Spencer? Spen- yeah. <laughs> no, who is oh, the actual actor, man. though? Of Spencer? Uh, Jerry, Jerry Trainer. Yeah. Oh, okay. I sent him a picture uh, of me and him back to back, know. like next to each other. No, you seriously do look like him. Oh, like, shit. Did Everyone he reply? Tells me Jim Carrey, but you did look he like reply? Spencer. I, bro, I was hoping, but he didn't. I was like, you piece of shit. He's like 45 years old. You know that? That looks good. He always pulls women, too. Really? Uh, he pulled women on iCarly. He, I guarantee you he pulls women in real life. He's not a bad-looking dude. No, homosexuals. Jeanette McCurdy dated Andre Drummond. For like six weeks or something like that? No, and they, it was longer than that. I remember that. I remember she that happened. him because he was a bad kisser. No he, shit. Yeah, not that sure. great of a basketball player. But. Andre Drummond. Bro, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Terry the Decade got dumped by Jeanette McCurdy, whose news got leaked. Uh, <laughs> uh, it weren't for the Browns. <laughs> Here first. Can look, I just say about Andre Drummond though? Every single regular season, beginning like every single like, like the beginning of every year, Andre Drummond talks about how he developed a three point shot. A guy who's a career like, like fifty. Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's a career fifty eight free throw shooter. Hitting every three and every every games. first game of the year, he he has. Like, I look at the box score, it's like five threes, five threes, and he hasn't shot a three in like three weeks. Because it was like that was like a half court shot or shit. But he's a fucking brick machine from there. And every year he talks about I developed it. I'm coming out with the fucking whips. I remember in the preseason he shot one and was like backing up like he thought it was going to go in and it didn't even hit the rim. It just hit the other side of the backboard. That is All right. Well, I know how much Maine likes improv, but can we get back to the agenda? (laughs) Because I kind of want to talk about the divisional round of the playoffs. Who are you? You want to start with their divisional round. You want to start with your Chiefs or save that for last? Save oh, that yeah, for we last. can say the best for last. I'm down to talk about the Ravens. Or Bill Self's tits. We're saving the Titans for last? Okay. Um... Lamar well, Jackson they and play the Ravens, Ravens get yeah, destroyed by Tannehill and 
Henry. King Henry. King Henry. Henry's King a fucking Henry, G. Twenty second. And he's coming to. He's, he's so fun to watch run, dude. Yeah, I I didn't pick him in DraftKings, and I definitely should have. Because you figure that he's going to have a bad game at some point, but when you give him thirty rushes a game, you there's just, just no way he's not going to get at least over hundred yards. You better just hope it's next Sunday, dude. I mean, he didn't have a touchdown, so. Oh, he, actually, he did because he had a jump pass for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, but not a rushing touchdown. Well, a passing well, still touchdown a touchdown. More, I think. Yeah, but as a running agree. back, he no, no, it doesn't. It's a passing same, touchdown. Same. No, I think a rushing touchdown actually counts more. All right. But anyway, yeah. regardless, uh, he didn't have a traditional touchdown, but he still had 195 yards, so I feel like that counts for at least one touchdown in of itself. Yeah, he destroyed the uh, rushing record for like the first four games. <laughs> and then, TD and one other guy were up there, but yeah, he ran for almost like 600 yards in four games. Tannehill, yeah. Tannehill goes 7 for 14, 88 yards, two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. So it's like it felt like yeah he, he was like more quality over quantity there just kind of well, I mean yeah, yeah yeah I mean when you pick your spots it doesn't really matter because no. that one bomb that he had that accounted for over Perfect half of his throw. yards I mean that that's a, a momentum changer Facts. Tannehill is my second half of the season MVP yeah, oh honestly, oh hundred percent honestly if he started, who would have suspected that too if he started the whole year he'd be right there with Lamar probably in this oh, crazy voting, so I mean you thought his career was dead in Miami I mean give even more credit to I my, forgot uh, he was in Miami at, a, at some point decision to go away from their second round pick yeah. right I mean, it's Mariota's it hot garbage more impressive. Yeah. Hawaiian Aaron Rodgers. I was gonna say the same fucking shit Hawaiian Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers I shared that on Facebook I was shitting in my pants laughing. <laughs> What's that awesome about Vrabel is usually the uh, former players don't really work out so well. I know they've tried it in the NBA a little bit. Jay Kidd really didn't work out. Um, but it's it's just really cool. He's really motivated that team. And Such a good Kendall's basketball kind of like a younger Brett Favre because he played really well for your, your Vikings for, I mean, a year. Well, he also he sent back. nudes to some chick. That's as the much, second nude as much as I spot, hate but. AFC South division rivals, Vrabel is a great coach. And that Titans team is going to be scary for years to come. Yeah, if they can get Henry and Tannehill to come back, that's what's going to be. Do you give Tannehill the money? Tannehill, at, at sure. this point? we In the beginning of our pod, we were like, I don't know. I'd rather give Tannehill the money than give someone else. I mean, yeah, what I mean, who other else? options are exactly. out there? Exactly. Yeah, who yeah, else is out there? quarterbacks lead you to the AFC Championship game against the not the top two seeds, but still playing yeah. away from home against the defending champs and then against what they most barely, people think is the best team in football. They barely got in the playoffs, too. They had yeah. to beat, uh, what was it, the Texans in Week 17? Who, he had yeah, to miss some time, didn't he? They didn't play their starters. They didn't play their the starters. Improve. But still, you had to beat the Texans. Had to win, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Ravens beat the Steelers, who had to win with their back. How, so. how many times did Tannehill actually lose while he was the starting quarterback? Because you can't count the Broncos. I think start, two, maybe? Two yeah, two, two or four. Well, they lost to the Saints, but I don't know if... He lost so, anyone else. So they started two and four, and then they lost to the Broncos, and he came in halfway. So oh, okay, so two, they must have lost, lost twice. Two games. So he lost to the Saints, and who else? They lost um, back to back weeks to the Texans at home. Oh, yeah, you're oh, right. That's right. Yep. So, I remember and then they ended up winning, yeah, yeah, because Watson and – I don't want play, the Chiefs but. fans listening to this show thinking that the Super Bowl is a lock because they haven't won a Super Bowl in 50 years. But they have won one. They Against have. two? They have. I got zero to the Bengals. Minnesota the Vikings. Okay, we're gonna move on. The to Owen, that. Owen six Vikings. As so LSU I, a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there, you know, about a lot of things. And I've heard heard that uh, for the hundredth year of the NFL, it's gonna be a re, rematch of Super Bowl one. Chiefs. I Packers. also thought that so was gonna be, be the case in Super Bowl fifty, though, and it kind of looked that way as well. Can I just say what though, was that? the Chiefs Packers. Scenario? 
I just uh, want to yeah. say, like, I was I literally was the goat of Facebook. And Peyton Manning and the Denver Dude, oh, yeah, you, you did no. call it. I was the goat of Facebook. Fair, I mean, you could only go one of two ways. Either the Chiefs <laughs> were going to come back or that they were going to get smashed even more. I mean, I literally said they're going to pull a Matt Ryan, and lo and behold, they did. So I looked like genius on I could, Facebook. I could show you some text, but I was talking a lot of ish, but at the same time, I was telling all the Chiefs fans, yeah, there's a lot of time left. Like, there's no way that I thought the Chiefs were out of that game. So I fair, am a prime time shit talker. To, to be fair, they were like the Falcons on steroids because we came back in the first and half. One we, oh, we didn't dude. Need the second oh, half. they literally bent them over, dicked them down, wind and dined them, and then said, you're out of the playoffs. I think they went up 24 nothing with 10 minutes to go in the second quarter, and then we scored three touchdowns in a three-minute span. It was crazy. Because of his shitty – Because of Bill O'Brien's shitty-ass punting call or fake punt. Did and you then guys – The fumble on the, the ensuing kick return. Did you guys see that the the video of that Chiefs fan that left the game in the first? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Thank you. And the Chiefs should someone, endorse him immediately. Yeah, that's the same guy that's not coming back, or is, was he the superstitious one? There's so many superstitious. Yeah, it was a superstitious guy. There's another guy that's I wouldn't say not that I'm going to the game next week because they don't win, they don't when, he's win when he's there. Yeah, Mahomes. Like, Mahomes told oh, the dude that. But how many viral. fucking people is that that say, "Oh, they never win when I'm there. They don't even try for tickets in the first Chiefs place." Chiefs are zero two when I'm there. I haven't hey, been to a Chiefs game in years. Fuck home. Stay the fuck home. Stay the fuck home. No. <laughs> well, no, that's three hundred dollars. Someone asked Mahomes about that guy, and he was like, if I had to give advice to him, I'd say just watch the game from home next time. So I think yeah, the last Chiefs game I went to, Tony Gonzalez was still playing. Wow. That was yeah. that's been a few years. Yes, it's been quite Are a few years. Are you even alive? I, I think so. Dang. <laughs> he was I was there. like four or five <laughs> when I went. Maybe maybe you're in the tummy. But yeah, let's let's Talk about Patrick Mahomes. He had five touchdowns. I know that the the talk's always been about Patrick Mahomes, but Travis Kelsey also with a monster game. That was arguably game time one decision of the too. game time decision. I knew he was playing. Yeah, no I think way he was in hell that I was going to play. Be. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, and then Chris Jones was a huge loss, and hopefully he's back next week because our rush defense looked about as good as it did during the middle of the season. That was something that gave me. Uh, some concern yesterday for sure because the offense yeah i was thinking the entire time that we were getting killed it was like just just put the ball in his hands for at least a drive and i mean each time that he got it to begin with drop 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 so once they stopped dropping stuff and then they dropped a punt (laughs) on top Um, of that When the defense finally got but to stop, Mahomes Mahomes looked really good for the entire game. Mahomes looked good. really encouraging, but the yeah, team, the defense the team is looked concerning. good. The offense ran out of fire, ran out of fireworks at Arrowhead. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if that was just. A, I, I feel like that was almost a joke. Like they actually did have fire, fireworks, but they just wanted to be funny. It's and not the first time Kansas City Sports to run out of something. We scored seven goals at SKC last year, and they're they like, "Hey, oh, we, we've got out. no well, more shit, confetti left." Stockpile that stuff, then. Damn. Well, <laughs> Grant Grant brought up Bill O'Brien a little bit, and. <laughs> Yeah, obviously the fourth and one up 21 in Chiefs territory, probably go for that. Uh, they were also rushing the ball all over them, and when you're up 24 to zero, uh, you should probably start taking some clock when Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyree Kill are on the other side, and you don't do that. I understand you don't have Derrick Henry, but you have a formidable rushing running back in Carlos Hyde, and even a guy you can just dump it down to, which is like a run, uh, in Duke Johnson, so... When you're up like that and you're playing a team in the Chiefs' caliber, especially on offense, run the rock, eat some clock. I mean, it might not have eat made some a difference in the end, but they probably wouldn't have put up 51 points if you start running clock. And then the fake punt after you had the momentum kind of gave it away by not going for it on fourth and one, not Huge having a play call ready. momentum swing. Those That three series, they them kicking the field goal, then the Chiefs going down scoring, then the fake punt on the ensuing drive really killed all the mo, and that was, the, that was literally – 
once that changed in the game, it was over. Yeah, so, no, it was. Yeah. It was awesome. They found uh, it's hard to get rid of your head coach <laughs> and GM but just based off of one game against a really <laughs> good team, but. They got to really step back and take a look at Bill O'Brien, I think, because they do have a lot he, of talent. He, he made some very inexperienced decisions in that game. Um, yeah, just going for that punt, you're deep in your own territory. You're almost saying, like, hey, we need to convert this or we're giving them a mo- momentum. And then Sorensen with that ridiculous open field tackle. Yeah, no, that just was, gave him that was great. That saved the game. And no I was, was going to give him credit for, for that. Yeah, Because the Chiefs fans have hated on him. They're like, why is he still on our defense? Blah, blah blah. He knows this and that. And there's some that stick up for him. But after that play he made yesterday, he should go in the Chiefs Ring of Fame. Make him a fucking statue. Um, <laughs> that was arguably the most fun I've ever had watching a football game. From the the first quarter where I was on Twitter the whole time, just looking at the internet and the memes, to the end of the second quarter where I was looking at the internet and the memes swinging yeah. the other way. Let's spot him twenty four points. Yeah, that's that's right. hilarious. It was like a bunch of memes where it was. Uh, you Texans. Know, a Texans logo, and then it slowly morphs into the Falcons logo. No, so that was it was good. hilarious. It was, Can't get enough of that. It was. Matt it Ryan. was so good. Legend. It was. I don't know. It made a Seahawks Green Bay game look boring. Yeah. And usually those even, are even very though it was exciting. pretty close towards the end, but right. I mean the Packers were in control for most of it, and you just kind of felt with them being at, at Lambeau that the Seahawks were always going to be at a disadvantage, and then they just don't have the same running veracity that they had with their top three runners Chris being Carson. out and like Lynch is okay, but he he's old. So, I mean, you know, he had some awesome words of advice after the game for sure. Protect your chicken. Like that. That's no joke, but yep. take want, care of all and bodies. Your mental, and your mentals. Take care of all bodies. Take care of all chicken it, and take care of all mentals. It's kind of sad because it's funny, but it's also like the guy obviously doesn't have that many brain cells up there. Probably because he's gotten hit in the head so many times. Or because he was a bartender after his playing career. That That's probably <laughs> true maybe as well. Maybe all of his nutrients just consist of skills. I wonder which chicken sandwich he likes better. Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Oh, did, 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 did you guys see the stuff with Matisse Thibel and uh, the Sixers? He accidentally, or he only got like six biscuits for the entire team. And there was a video about it with Kyle O'Quinn and Tobias Harris, and they were giving him shit for it. It was pretty funny. Because Kyle O'Quinn has one of the biscuits, and he's like, he got six biscuits for 20 people. And then he takes a bite, and he's like, anyone want a bite? Anyone want a bite? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the last one left. I thought it was pretty good. Kyle O'Quinn's fat. Yeah, I was like, he's still in the NBA, he, bro. He he's been like an okay contributor for so long, but he yeah. I mean, he's never really done anything. I mean, but that that was funny that he was just involved in that. I'll never forget when he was on Norfolk Norfolk State, dude. Yeah, and he was he was a oh, bucket yeah. on oh, that because yeah. he really uh, he upset Missouri. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. at the as the fifteenth seed, they upset Missouri, and then they lost in the next round, and he only had four and three. But Pretty still drafted, I mean, still had, in the league. Had, yeah, he had like twenty six and fourteen in that first round. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll find out if Aaron Maine's actually a bucket or not. I'm gonna make it over to the old. Oh, I promise you. I promise him, you, I'm a bucket. Show him who's a bucket. I can attest to the real Aaron. He's a bucket. Steve Nash. He's a bucket. I'll give it to him. We'll see. We're, we all need. You literally saw those deep threes I was taking. How they were rimming in and out like that. That yeah. was. I was getting hoed on a different gate on a different day, dude. Those are oh. all dropping. I don't okay. Like a, you I have a picture of a bucket, and you're going to tell your kids that this is Aaron Main. Well, there's two today, types boy. of a bucket. You have a bin, which is like a garbage. I think you know, someone did that with Lou Williams, and I thought that was. Yeah, I yeah. think he retweeted it, and he was like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, S- yeah, yeah, real respect, real, absolutely." Lou Williams also sporting KC striker last year, Christian Namath. Scored like two goals in thirty-four games. Absolute bin. Damn, that's his. That's literally his job. Is I have no idea who that is. But yeah, I <laughs> absolute. Agree. That bin. sounds good. Two goals in yeah. thirty-four games. Absolute bin. That's shit. I mean, I'd probably score at least one. 
Like right. Was, lock, exactly. There like, was a 17 year old that had more goals than he did. No shit. Yeah. That's okay. actually kind of cool. So let's keep going. Uh, 49ers dominate against the Vikings. We already talked about that a little bit. Ha, ha. Uh, Dominant. They're looking like. <laughs> Shut up. I'm a little I, shit I honestly you. don't think, the that, the, Fuck I don't you, think that the Packers can do a whole lot in uh, taking yeah. taking them in California. I, I almost feel like it's it, it's too good of a setup for the Niners, but at the same time, I think it is that good of a setup because they're just <laughs> I told, that dominant. I told my shit on them. Because <laughs> uh, Garoppolo, I mean, he was just like Tannehill. Didn't have to do shit. Right. Because Coleman and Mostert took care of it. Um, now Mostert <laughs> went out with a calf cramp, but they also have Brita, so I, they have a stacked backfield, and that's. I, I mean, it's kind of crazy how in in the NFL the playoffs makes you almost go back in time yeah. to where you go, you shift more back to traditional football. Well, you're you're playing teams uh, much like the Chiefs, and maybe well, I would say the Vikings have a top ten offense uh, just with the playmakers that they have there, but. I mean, it, it makes sense to do that just because you want to keep the team out or the ball in the other team's hands, and you know the t- the Titans have been successful with it. And really, the Niners, as soon as they shut Dalvin Cook down, it was pretty much over because oh, that Vikings offense looked terrible. It was it was oh. crazy. Dalvin Cook, you figure him coming back off an injury, then he could have came back, but they rested him and he looked good in the the first round. But Thielen looked like shit. So this this yeah, game is. I was in, so upset with him. This game is at Levi Stadium. It is in California, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's just the story of the home team. I think if the Packers were playing at Lambeau here in the playoffs, I think they seal it down chance, in the cold weather. But I, if it's in I California, still would pick the Niners, nice warm weather. They're the better football team, straight up. I know that the the Packers were thirteen and three. It was silent. They're kind of flying under the radar. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to. De- they don't have to depend on Aaron Rodgers as much as they did in the past under that new. Uh, <coughs> That new offense that they have over there, the the good coaching duo and um, coaching and the quarterback duo, and don't don't underestimate the power of Roger Goodell. If they want the Chiefs, that's and true. In the Super Bowl again, that's it, true. It, they're yeah. they're going to be drawing them yard lines. Kind of weird. I'd be okay with that. Go Roger. <laughs> drawing the first down marker. Go like, Roger. That, that's that, that spot. That, as long as he makes that, it happen. That yellow that yellow line for the first down marker was <laughs> yeah, way no, was way funny. off. So uh-huh. I that play has I mean, to stand. To so be fair, there was no definitive angle that showed where he was actually down but yeah i mean that spot you can, was you can see it from there though. that he he had like his elbow had to have been touching the ground are, but are you down if your head touches the ground first yeah yeah i yeah i, think I would so. assume so yeah okay because i mean his top of his helmet i mean the face mask if the ball's not reached beyond the first time at that point i mean i i think it was pretty clear i think if the seahawks get another shot that the packers are in deep trouble because that second half the Seahawks really turned it on they just wait honestly waited too long to turn it on and I'd really like to be a I feel like it's a broken record the Seahawks always make it to the playoffs and they always look dominant they're like oh everybody's gonna you know is the Seahawks are gonna win oh it's a century link they're gonna they're gonna be a good team but they always bow out in like the divisional or the conference championship hey hey, it could be the Ravens with Earl Thomas talking all that shit and then he was absolutely abysmal (laughs) In that fucking game, he's also a Terry contender, by the way. Oh yeah, oh, I forgot Henry about that. just pushed his got back. Turned around. Yeah, <laughs> no, I thought that was funny when it was like oh, whether you have, in tackling. Where, yeah, where you have a choice between tackling Derrick yeah. Henry or blocking for him because he was like, uh, pushing like, him forward. What the fuck are you doing? You talk all this shit. I mean, I'm all for shit talking because I myself am a prime time shit talker, and I typically, you know, I'll have to Try eat my words. Yeah. But damn, what a Possibly really shitty opportunity for him. For it sometimes. Oh man, I, I, he might just be my Terry, honestly. Yeah, no, that was pretty oh. funny, but he's also Hall of Famer, so. He is also Hall of Famer, but also, I mean, you're a legacy player, and that was pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks, though, you you mentioned them, they would 
I mean, they were six inches away from being the being the two seed. Oh uh, yes, one inches, one Latrell penis away. From <laughs> 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 hey, <laughs> hey, six inches. He gave you that at least. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Soft. 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 Yeah. Couple, soft. But four hard. Yeah. Steroids. <laughs> but four hard. So. Be careful, buddy. <laughs> it's weird. The yeah, just don't, just don't get aroused. You You'll be, you're two. sitting pretty. Okay. The second you get aroused, you're like, no, no, please don't touch my... Th- <laughs> it's cold. All right. And you hate me. The, enough with the dick talk. That's uh, uh, we're going to go to the conference championship preview. We're going to look at the AFC first. We got the Titans going into Arrowhead to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs favored by seven and a half at this point in time. Over under set of fifty one and a half. What do you guys think in Maine? Let's start with you. Oh man, start with Grant. I'm going to think about it a little bit. Okay, I think it's going to go over. I think it's going to be fairly similar to the first game. I think that Tannehill will have more success throwing the ball than he's had uh, than he than he's had for the first couple rounds. Um, and I think Henry will get his. I don't think that he'll rush for over 150 yards like he has been. I think that the Chiefs will try to make Tannehill throw it. I mean, I think that Henry will still have an okay game, but I think Andy Reid will stack the box to the point where Tannehill, they'll try to make Tannehill win the game. And I think that he'll do a fairly good job, but I just don't know if they have the weapons to keep up with the Chiefs. So I'm thinking like a 35-28 type of score, 35-30, something like that. So really similar to the first game. Chiefs don't cover, but they win. Hmm. I don't know. That I mean, offense that, is crazy. Tough. I I I'd probably have to say that they probably don't cover. I think it's pretty close, um, but I think it goes over and they win. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a high scoring game. We fucked up. Aaron Maine's dick hit the keyboard again. All the way from over God, here. Dang, I'm not even that's close that's to like it. It's like five Pringle cans. He's like, yeah, it's le- no, it's more than that. It's I was like, like buddy, 15. buddy. All right. I so got the cable. We're I'm talking about star. the Chiefs and Titans potentially being a very high scoring game. Uh, precisely. I mean, both teams have great offenses. I don't think the Chiefs have the defense to really. Excuse me, you pervert. Made you look. I, made you look <laughs> at my dick, weirdo. Yeah, Grant. Sorry, sorry guys. You can't see. Super awesome. You can't see, but Grant totally just checked out my schlong, weirdo. I mean, it's hard not to when you keep hitting the damn computer. Sorry, bro. Hey, Wheatley. Wheatley, what do you think about the game, though? Wait, so, what's your pick? Oh, I don't. Really, I, I don't really care who will win. I'm gonna say Chiefs because I think they. I think it's just their time. I think it's their time. I think the Titans will probably have a better shot next year. Okay, so all of us have weighed our opinion in. No. You need to? Yep. Okay. And you're picking? I think Chris Jones is a huge deciding factor in whether Derrick Henry gets his or not. Uh, I don't think he plays, and if he does, I think he's going to be ineffective because I saw him trying to explode. I know it's a week in between games, but Titans actually have an extra day rest, so I think that uh, benefits Henry. I think he controls the clock, and I think the Titans take it. 31-27. Oh, they'll take it. King Henry. <laughs> bow down. The Chiefs are going to bow down to King Henry. I, I'm okay with that take. I mean, you can go either way. It's all of us have weighed in, correct? You have not. Except yo sexy ass, baby! Wait in part one. Uh, I think the Chiefs... Well, the paused bit. Chiefs are going to win. Uh, Kansas City is just too much. I'm excited to see... I just think... After 50 years, I think it's just in the, in the script. I don't. It's not necessarily scripted, but it's just it's meant to be for the Chiefs. the The city's been waiting for a long time for the football team to be good. They're finally there. Uh, high powered offense. It's going to be a good Super Bowl. Um, 
and I just I just think no Patriots. No Patriots. No fucking no Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Amen, guys. Hashtag no Patriots. No pads. Titans defense. No pads. Just, Titans defense for my bloody is just vagina. Too much better than the Texans for for me to think that the Chiefs could make up a bunch of points. Granted, I don't think they'll get down twenty four to nothing again, <laughs> but I disagree. it's it's good enough to you know hamper Mahomes to three hundred and three TDs instead of three hundred and five TDs. So yeah. sure, I think the Titans win. Let's jump over to the NFC. We have the Packers traveling to California, Levi's Stadium, to take on the 49ers. Uh, Niners are favored by seven over under a set of 45. Uh, way in, boys. Jimmy G is going to have that fucking game. He's going to come in, dick them down, fuck the Packers. Okay. I don't really hate the Packers, honestly. But I, I Jimmy G, I just think he's going to show up. I think this is, this is his game. He's going to show up and show out. Show up, show out, and fuck a bunch of hoes on the way out. I think he's got it. I think the 49ers I, win this game by a lot. I think he'll definitely do the latter because he's a super good-looking guy. But oh, for sure. Con- contrary no, to your take, I'm, I think that they'll stick with their current game plan because I thought it was pretty funny how <laughs> in the last game uh, they had a drive because it pretty much seemed like Kyle Shanahan tried to throw it earlier in the game and then he figured out that that wasn't working because – I mean, Garoppolo is solid, but at times he just doesn't know when to get rid of the ball. He doesn't check it down when he should. Um, and so they just ran the ball for eight plays and 44 yards, averaging about six yards a carry. So when you can do that, there's really no reason to, to risk throwing an interception. Um, and so I think they'll stick with that game plan. And then the defense looks to be healthy again because earlier or later in the year they struggled, but I think that was because they had some injuries in their secondary and Richard Sherman's always going to be there. Yo, uh, yeah. Did you see his post-game press conference? It was pretty entertaining. He was just like every – which he, he's not wrong. He, he was talking about how in every st- statistical category that's important to cornerbacks, he is number one on since he was drafted, which he is correct. But, uh, you know, could exhibit a little more humility, but that's not really his style, he's a, which he's is a, he's totally zone, fine because – Zone coverage guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also very – Him and any coverage guy. Him and Chris Harris are – definitely good friends and they always have exchanges on twitter like they're both like top three corners since they've come to the league and they just always talk shit on everybody in the league it's pretty cool and in saying that uh my culminating response to your question is uh the 49ers are going to win i think they're going to cover the spread i don't know about the over under is it yeah four, it's going to be a low scoring game 40, yeah i think it, I, I think it's going to be pretty low scoring i think it'll be 27 15 49ers a lot of field goals from Crosby. His leg's going to be worn out. Yep. <laughs> He's pretty old. He's an old guy, too. There's nah, he's missing a couple extra right points and hitting a field or goal. Could be. <laughs> I think I, I, I was actually thinking that they score a touchdown and then they miss, miss both a PAT extra points. and then they get a safety. Wow. Yeah. What a call there. So, yeah. Crazy it's change. really events. specific, but that's what I'm going with. I'm probably on the Niners train as well. Uh, like Andrew said, just grown men <laughs> on both sides of the ball. Uh, especially on the line of scrimmage, Bosa is ridiculous. God, uh, they they have a nasty D line. Bosa, they picked up D Ford, uh, DeForest Buckner. I mean, they they're just stacked on the D line. They every position on the D line is there's there's no holes. Um, but to counter that, if I'm the Packers, I know their D line's pretty stacked. But if you can get Aaron Jones going outside. Um, that would be the way I would go. That'd be the only way I see the Packers win the game. Some swing pack passes, some off tackle. Um, Aaron Jones is a freaking monster, and and I know sure you want to put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. You're paying him thirty four million dollars a year to do just that. But if you want to win football games, Grant's alluded to it in this podcast. 
sometimes in the playoffs you got to play some old school football unless you're playing the Chiefs who can just you know put up 28 points in a quarter. So you get Aaron Jones going early and then you get the play action game going and have Rodgers air it out late. But I don't see them getting the ground game going. I'd say the yeah Niners by 10. Niners win, but they do not cover. I think it's a lot closer. I think we're looking at the same situation with the uh, Chiefs and Titans, low-scoring game. Um, well, I mean, uh, Chiefs and Titans are going to be high-scoring, but low-scoring game here, just a close affair. Uh, Packers got blown out the first time. They're definitely going to come into California prepared, but uh, just, you know, they're not as good as a football team, albeit being 13-3. and Yeah. I just don't see him getting it done. It's kind of different because, uh, well, the 49ers can really cover really well, and the Packers have a really good O-line, and Aaron Rodgers is in the pocket, like, all the fucking time. So I don't really see how the 49ers – oh, no, excuse me. I don't see how the Packers are really going to win this one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I just think it's written for the 49ers here. Yep. That's just my take anyways. I don't know. I, I could be fucking wrong, which I could give a fuck less. Oh! Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't. You haven't been wrong very often, as I'm indicated stuck. by we. I mean, we have documentation of it from yesterday, Facts. like you were talking about Facebook God. Um, <laughs> but uh, Facebook yeah, God. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is thirty six, and I don't think that he's slowing down at the pace that Tom Brady was this season or anything. Mm. But he definitely, in I think he threw for twenty four or twenty five touchdowns and only two interceptions this year. But he's still that efficiency in terms of yards per attempt. And just getting the ball down the field, he hasn't really had that much success over the last couple of years. And yeah, State Farm commercials honestly have gone downhill a little bit too over uh, the last year or so. But Mahomes is in him, so I mean, my dude literally yeah, has true. less interceptions than fucking the guy. Who, who am I? Sorry, folks, I'm the, a little there buzzed was, right now. There was the another. Guy, there was another meme, all over the field this year. There was another meme out there saying that Winston. Yes, Winston. There we go. That Sorry. State Farm was rigging uh, the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes are in their commercials. So. Oh. Yeah, they're saying sure. they were, I didn't even think it was about saying that. They, they were rigging it. Yeah, and Roger Goodell is probably getting money from uh, them yeah, too. I'm sure, you know, because some as well. Because it's thirty million dollars <laughs> a year. Oh yeah. Just real quick, while Latrell's getting back to his seat, in part one before we got cut off, um, I was saying because I know I have a lot of friends and family that are Chiefs fans and know I'm a habitual Chiefs hater. If the Chiefs were habitual. playing. If the Chiefs were playing the Ravens, I would have picked the Chiefs. I just think the Titans have a lot hotter hand right now. That not they're a lot. They're, they're both momentum. they're both really hot. But oh, well, yeah. Hen- Henry's just man. He's a game changer. But if MVP of the playoffs. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm definitely game planning that. Him you, to be just un- you are, terrible. but man, the the play action game's been so good. And to be fair, if the Chiefs can keep the Titans out of the red zone, then I believe. You know they they could win because I I don't see them scoring that many touchdowns from outside the red zone, but the Chiefs have been really good in the last several weeks in red zone offense. Uh, Grant has alluded that they weren't good all year, but the red zone or the Titans in the red zone have, are like almost perfect in uh, touchdown conversions uh, in the playoffs. So it's pretty incredible. They might be perfect actually. Suck my fat cook. <laughs> so we're all in the Niners, and <laughs> I'm the only one who picked the Titans. So I'm That's the right. only one that can win some real money on the pod this week. There you go. Yeah, we're, we're all betting money up against each other. So we're all Aaron's logical. The only one that can win. Okay, so due to time constraints, let's go ahead and talk about head coaches real quick. We have Baylor's uh, Matt. Is it Rula? Is that how you say it? Rule. It's Rule. Yeah. Matt I thought Rule. it was Rule, but yeah, it's just Rule. Going to the Panthers to replace Ron Rivera, who landed a job. You did. Yeah, no, I think the, really the Redskins didn't really reserve, uh, deserve Rivera. 
uh, because he he's actually an adult in the room. So a good move by them, surprising. Yeah. And then I don't really understand the Matt Rule hire, uh, because mostly because so many teams were interested in him. Like I kind of get it if the Panthers were just looking under the radar for a guy, but. I mean, the guy had a good season. He did turn around Baylor from when they went 1-11 three years ago uh, after the sexual assault allegations um, mm. took out a lot of their scholarships and led to a lot of decommits. But still, I mean, I don't know if you necessarily trust a guy with your franchise with only one competitive season of college football under his belt. Uh, but he does have some NFL experience, although I think it was only for a year with yeah. the Giants, which, I mean, yeah, working with the Giants, woo. Uh, I don't know if, if that's really that great of a... Uh, uh, foretelling there but um yeah i mean it'll be interesting and then joe judge to the giants i don't i didn't even know who he was uh before Teddy's they Belichick's hired him. right hand man now so i mean their special teams was really good uh but their wide receivers weren't great because he was the wide receivers and uh special teams coordinator but uh yeah i think rivera was easily the best hire out of anyone uh, and then it'll be interesting to see how mark mccarthy does i'm not a huge mccarthy guy uh, especially when he couldn't get it done with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he he did win a Super Bowl, but after that, he just couldn't get it done with Aaron Rodgers in his prime. And I think that that uh, really took away from the game of football. Well, what's well, perfect fit for Dallas? Yeah, to be I think yeah. mediocre yeah. for the next ten years. Well, I I think it's interesting that not only do you have all these new coaches coming in, but you have either questions at quarterback or quarterbacks that are going into could go into free agency or are going to be free agents. Then you got the situation with the Panthers. Are they moving on from Cam Newton? Are they not? So, you know, it's not all about head coach. The head coach is obviously an integral part of that. But, you know, you got to, as you can see in the playoffs right now, you have got to have a quarterback that can play, that can win games. So you got Cam Newton. You got, uh, who is it? Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes? Yeah. Danny Dimes. Dimes daddy. Danny Dimes for uh, the Giants. Um, then you got, who, who knows what happens well, with Baker Mayfield and, and their hire there. Well, and so. then Rule was actually asked about what he his plans are for Cam Newton, and he said that they'll have to go back and reevaluate it. So it'll be interesting to see what they do going forward. And I don't think that either uh, Kyle Allen or uh, the guy from West Virginia are the answer. Uh, oh, crap. Okay. It starts with a G. Uh, but anyway... He he didn't have that great. He I think he came in in the last couple games. Oh, he, uh, he played horrible. of the season, and yeah, he was terrible. Kyle oh, Allen's, Will Greer. Yeah, Greer. Yeah, Will Greer. Um, so I don't know if either of them are the answer. So maybe they pick a quarterback in the first round this year. I mean, it can't hurt them. Um, so yeah, it, it, when the Browns move with uh, Stefanski, really tells me that they're all in on Baker Mayfield. Which after this last year is surprising to me with the weapons that they got. I mean, we talked about the Browns made the wrong decision and and going with Kitchens over yeah. uh, Greg Williams oh, in the first place. Hundred percent. Um, but Greg Williams was obviously he was the defensive guy, so they wanted an offensive guy to stay there to develop Baker Mayfield and kind of go that route. Um, I believe they just hired the Vikings offensive. OC. Yes, yeah. Stefan- Kevin Stefanski. Yes. Um, he was with the Vikings. So obviously they're all in on Baker. They're obviously probably going to try and keep uh, Odell around, um, not trade him like was rumored throughout the season, maybe in the offseason, um, in my opinion. But, yeah, no. Get some talent there. Maybe he won't act like a fucking pussy, prima donna. It'll be not interesting. Not huddles and shit. Dude, yeah. Freddie lost that locker room so Oh, my God. That's, that's not a bad fucking team either. Like, 
actually on has paper, talent. On paper, they should have been on contending paper, for the yeah. AFC North. They got some talent. Freddie Kitchens doesn't know how to coach. I'm glad they're getting a mature ass adult who is actually contributed made plays for offense and know how football team functions. A successful football team used. Mm, I would say similar athletes, similar weapons the Vikings have to the Vikings. Yeah, the Browns. The Browns. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, my my fault. Yeah, the fucking we knew shit. It. The we bad knew Browns. You, you know. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't think the the Ravens are going to be stopped from the AFC North for a few years, but uh, the Browns are definitely probably going to slide into that two slot in the AFC North. Oh, no. we always say that though. Like, I think everyone's like, this is the year they're going to actually. Well, do the something. Steelers are not going to be shit. I mean, is big, is big bed coming back? What's up? Shade Gilgis Alexander just had a 2020. Oh, I was gonna game. fucking oh say. I read that while you guys were talking what? about football, bro. That's crazy. The guy's averaging 20 a game. He's a sleeper pick for an all star. And OKC appearance. wants to trade Chris Paul away because they want better picks, which I get. Uh, but man, with Shea Gilgis, which I get. Man. But man, they're they're performing well in a stacked Western Conference. So I don't. I mean, go go get it. I mean, you're a six yeah, five guard, and he had like middle of the road 20. purgatory. 20 points, 20 boards as a 6'5 guard, 20 rebounds. I mean, they still have picks. That's it doesn't ridiculous. take the picks. That's wet. fucking ridiculous. I get, I get it, but you could still fuck up on a lottery pick. Yeah, because I think they have like eight first-round picks in the next three years yeah. or something like so, that. So, they, yeah, true. Chris uh, Paul's been balling. Yeah, but I'd rather get something for Chris Paul than nothing at the end of the day. He still has another year left, so they could just trade him next year. I was going to say, I'd but keep him this year. They're literally in playoff. They're well above like the playoff contention. Yeah, yeah they're having understand. a great year. Why don't we transition into the, some basketball then? Yeah, perfect segue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> basketball, my found love. Kyrie's that I'm better than all back. three of you at. Kyrie's back. Kyrie's I don't know yeah, if I like 10, that. 10 for 11, 20 points in 21 minutes. I don't know if I like oh, that. That was solid. I like it for the Nets, but as a Dinwiddie fan, and I think he, okay, should be an all-star this year. He has provided for that is Brooklyn he, team. Is he still in the starting lineup? I don't know. That's why I don't know. That's why I don't like it. I think I, he I, probably would be. Yeah, He'd probably he's, be Kyrie he's predominant point guard, point guard though. Dinwiddie at shooting guard. He's got the size of the shooting guard, but he doesn't play like that very well, and he doesn't really have a usage rate at that point. And he's not a terrific creator. He's a bucket. He likes it, to score. He's got the length. He's, he's great at driving. He's got a great jump shot. That's what he's. That's what he does. He gets buckets. He's like Lou Williams, but a little taller. They had an awesome win against the Heat like four or five days ago. That was a good which, game. Yeah, which I thought was, was pretty surprising. Game. And then Levert's back now. Yeah, so Levert was hitting that game. Going, like, damn, they're going to be tough. Levert sure. really developed a three-point shot. I mean, and they got they still got DeAndre Jordan, who's coming off the bench for Jarrett Allen, who I think. Coming out of Texas, Jared Allen. Oh, such I didn't think a he was going to develop into what he is. Mm, I not thought he was fast. sort of going to be a Mo Bamba because he hasn't really lived up to expectations. Absolutely because not. sometimes you just draft a big guy because he's a big guy. But Jared Allen turned out to be the real deal. He came out swinging. He's really he, he's trying to develop a three point shot, but I think they're restricting him that on that when they're in the playoff race. But it feels like if they have a game or two where it doesn't matter as much or they're playing a shitty team, they let him kind of work on it. But that's a guy that's really working hard at the gym to be better. And Kyrie back is going to help them win games, 100%. But I guess as a fan of Dinwiddie, I'm like, eh, it sucks to see him kind of probably lose that usage rate he's had this previous month and a half. You know what I mean? Because he's been a fucking bucket. Okay. Uh, NBA trade trade deadline is about three weeks away. Uh, do you guys expect any moves? We you? had a move a couple about a week and a half ago. The Jazz Clarkson. traded Dante Exum. Of young Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, and they uh, just nine and zero since. Well, yeah. yeah, Jordan Clarkson has really Jordan provided. Clarkson. Jordan, yeah. he's yeah. he's a bucket. Once you raise your pitch, yeah, oh, you know, I know. you're serious. Oh yeah, nine and zero. 
Andre Drummond's on the trade. I, well, I think the Pistons came out today and they said that every single player is available on their team. I was just like, oh, <laughs> what a train so wreck. That we're just willing to trade anyone. Like, they got good players, too, Lakers on need paper. need to snag back, man. They need a shooter. Yeah. Well, Fuck. Uh, he's not the answer. Don't get Sfee. The last year they tried that. Say, they, they tried that with Bullock, well, and he was garbage. If it's anyone from the Pistons, I've heard rumors that they're going to try Bullock. to get Rose. Get rid of because, Rose. I mean, they don't probably won't have to give up what that much Blake? to get him. But at the same time, he's had Blake's got a big a contract. Really he's injury prone. Uh, Blake, Blake probably doesn't fit in that he's also lineup as much. Now. I think he's like, he's still a great player. I don't. Who, they, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's a great player. See, I don't th- think he fits in LA. Floor, though. I don't agree with D Rose either. I, I just think the Lakers need shooting. If I'm Blake Griffin, yeah, that's fair. I, I Blake guess Griffin, another I ball handler Spurs. to get LeBron some rest. That, yeah, that, that might make sense. That might make sense. Plus, Rose has been putting up per 36 minutes about similar numbers to what he had in his MVP here. Yeah, which is crazy. So he's he's been playing out of his mind. But to be fair, is that just... I mean, I guess from an efficiency standpoint, it doesn't matter. But is it because he's playing so well because he has to own the Pistons? Or would he play this well in a contender? Who knows? You want to know some sleeper picks that the Lakers could go for? The Washington Wizards are not a good team. Ooh, that would be that would be ridiculous. I don't think that happens. That's a great shooter. But uh, there's a guy Four named Ish, Ishmael Smith. He plays for the Wizards. He is 32 years old, I believe. He's been in the league since 2010. He's having a great year, and he's not supposed to be a starting point guard. But like you were saying, Grant, the Lakers could use a ball handler. I heard from somewhere that they were looking into Justice Winslow. And, yeah, I was kind of uh, confused by that because he's a terrible shooter. But mm. I think it's because he just – he can handle the ball, oh, and yeah. he does so many. He's so versatile, Plays especially good on defense. Yeah, I think that would be the main point is just get another athlete. But from the shooting side, I don't really understand it from that perspective. Because if he's open, he Rondo can hit is it. kind of a liability when he's on the floor with LeBron. So you need more players who can play with LeBron and just put the ball up when he drives and he kicks out. That, I think that's the main point. And plus, I mean, Kuzma's a good player, and he has been really showing his worth lately. So I don't yeah. know if that's increasing his – his trade value, or if it means that the Lakers are going to be more prone to keeping him. Kyle Kuzma said something really, really neat recently uh, about the Lakers really trying to prove something, and yeah. he went to kind of Dwight Howard, mm-hmm. yeah, being I he's trying to really reinvent that, himself. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's got a point, and I think the Lakers are really hungry, and especially with them missing the playoffs last year after all the hype of obviously LeBron coming to LA after going to the finals with a shitty. Cleveland team. Yeah, that's a good point. Some of his teams that he took to the finals, regardless of how bad the Ugh, East was, man. I mean, there's Abysmal. no way that anyone else could have led them to the finals. But anyway, I digress. That was just no. something that I thought of. Zondris Ilgowskis. I would. Was I Jernis Ilgowskis? Well, I was referring to the most recent Cavs teams. I mean, he was on that Cavaliers team that was garbage, and he was on that Heat team that lost to Dallas. And he retired after that. Ilgowskis. I would agree with that. I don't think many other people. Maybe some current stars could have put the team on their back and taken them to the finals, Durant. but I, I'll give them credit for that. Uh, now the first six or seven years, probably not, but that year, the last that cou- year the last couple for sure, and then obviously early in his career. But uh, you get him to the. Wh- I think it was like the worst rated finals, and if it wasn't, I don't know how it wasn't because once he got to the finals against the Warriors with Durant and Curry and Clay and all those motherfuckers, it was just like, okay, cool. LeBron did all this work to get here. But they're going to fucking lose. And everyone knew that. I mean, that. they could have gotten momentum that first game. We were at blind time. Yeah, we JR. When he had 51 points. Yeah, and then JR fucked JR it up. Smith. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I thought the that. game was over. They had the One lead. of the last games of his career. I think he's still. I think been. he's Too still. Too much Tennessee, he, Yeah, he's still on the, No, I think he's still, like, on contract with the Cavaliers, actually. I'm not 100% sure. I, I think he's still on contract. I thought he was going to get paid. He's, he's on Hennessy's payroll. I know that. 
Oh, he's he's literally the best endorsement for them. I mean, we saw it in the finals. I don't know. Shannon Sharp's got to be up there. <laughs> he's also LeBron's endorsement. That guy will Drinking dick his right and more than as he if, if you ever as met Shannon Sharp, oh, you Dude, should, I hope so. yeah, you should just make like, out with yeah, him. Yeah, we probably will. Uh, if you make out with him, LeBron would just pi- appear within thin air like, y'all talk about me. Oop, I dropped the soap. Don't do anything <laughs> with my butthole. Good. Careful. Maybe, maybe, maybe Shannon Oh, hi, I'm Grant Waters. Nice soap. <laughs> maybe Shannon can talk Grant into being a Broncos fan. Uh, one, uh, one team, my team, could really use an Andre Drummond. Yep. I think I, your team could use a Blake Griffin. Uh, maybe I think I think that Lamarcus is uh, better suited for a four. He's been kind of thrust into the role of center for us lately. Yeah, he can't move as well, but he's still got a nice mid range. Um, he can't. Sp- and I, he don't want to shoot the three. Freaking that well. Trey Lyles is garbage. Absolute shit. So as a former Jazz fan. When he was on the Jazz, I know absolute shit when I see it. Oh I my mean, if God. we can go get a Blake Griffin, sure. I think Drummond's contract probably benefits or suits us a little better than a Griffin contract. But. My friend Kyle Rice can literally confirm the day that the Jazz drafted Trey Lyles. I was recording it, and I was absolutely pissed because I they needed a fucking guard, a shooting guard, someone that can shoot the ball. And Devin Booker. No, Devin Booker was available. That's right. I, I was saying Devin Booker. Devin Booker. And they got Trey goddamn Lyles. He played like shit, and you guys are seeing it now. He's fucking garbage. Doesn't have a three-point shot. He doesn't rebound. And uh, when he's being double-teamed, fuck it. Let's panic and turn the ball over. Some Absolute shit. he's a liability. Liability ah. every fucking weird. I don't know what Popovich sees in him. He's sure. a tweener. He should be a three or a four, and he's playing center. Suck me from the back. Uh, he's playing I, the four. I, Another person, Marcus is playing the center, but that's out of position to me. But for the last three, maybe four years, he's been playing. The the player that Lyles should be, he would fit perfect with that Spurs team. And you know what? He's not taking advantage of any of the fucking minutes he was. And when he was in Denver recently, it just sucked because we missed out on uh, Marcus Morris. He he just got a ship on us. So Morris would have fit in like a glove. I know. Yeah, that's another guy. If they've been some rumors have been going around with the Lakers, he's been getting bucket. I mean, the Knicks Um, need people to score. The The only thing is that if we try to play or if we try to trade for someone who's higher salary, we'd have to trade or include Contavious Caldwell Pope in the trade because he's really our only other high salary guy besides AD and LeBron. Who would be willing to trade with He's Kuzma? Been playing well uh, this but year. he he has a no trade clause in this contract. I was like, who the hell gave that guy a no trade clause? He didn't he didn't realize how long he was gonna have to wear that but ankle, damn, ankle bracelet. I don't, I don't know if we even want to trade him now. He he has the highest three point percentage on the team at forty three percent. He also plays a hell of a good defense. Well, if game. you're trading and you can get a shooter in the trade, then I would agree with it. But other than that, yeah, just I, not I Reggie keeping. Bullock. Jesus Christ. That so if he has a no-trade clause, he could still get traded. He'd just have to agree to the trade. Is yeah. that right? He'd yeah. Just have to agree to I don't think he would agree to leave the Lakers, one of the best teams in the league, though. Yeah. And, I mean, I think they really like him, too. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. He and said then, pretty, and he's not in jail. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Kevin Love, too, because, obviously, he wants out of Cleveland. Oh, he's and I feel like he should get out of Cleveland, but, yeah. Oh, uh, if he doesn't get out on he contract, is. he'll get out yeah, via the fans. Exactly. It, uh, see, part of my thing, and I was listening to another podcast, I think it was Brian Windhorst, and they were talking about how, you know, it's an interesting balance when you're talking about player power in the NBA because they don't want to be certain places, but at the same time, they want all that money. It's like, isn't part of the value that you get from being paid that much is that you give away your freedom to go anywhere that you want. I, I mean, that's yeah. part of the reason why you get paid so much. It's also kind of selfish for the players at that point. Kevin Love got a monster deal when, when he, he was yeah, injured. Yeah, when he was kind of, he was over, the, I mean, he's still a good player, but he's injury prone. 
he's old. He's older. He got the least. deal that Josh Donaldson at 34 is trying to get from the Twins, Braves, and fucking who else man, wants man. to pay that motherfucker? When he uh, shit, he batted 259, crike. But yeah, absolutely, what you're saying. I mean, high salary is fuck. That's a big contract he got. I mean, he earned it. He played great. But if you're looking forward, why the fuck did they give him the money? Not a good play at all. I mean, they should have gone for Trey Lyles. Because LeBron jumped ship. They were trying to establish some talent. Some kind of uh, consistency in, in the franchise because they really had no one else since Kyrie also had left. Um, and so and it just didn't work out Kardashian because they weren't drama. able to turn it around as quick as they thought. Because I think I'm guessing how they sold it to Kevin Love is exactly how the Wizards are trying to sell it to Bradley Beal, which is, oh, yeah, you should stay with us because we're going to get some awesome picks. And John Wall's going to come back. To, yeah, yeah. Wall's Thomas come Bryant's back. improving. And, and then, and then yeah, and then we're going to be a good team, which I don't think it's going to work out. But I'm guessing that that's how they p- positioned it to or posed it to Kevin Love. You mentioned Bradley Beal, and I'm just going to say he is severely undermined for the sole fact that he is literally is in Washington. I think you put that guy I mean, shit, he could have been traded, you know. but he signed an extension you because play, I he know. bought that crap. If you if you if I'm Bradley Beal and I was playing maybe fucking like Denver, if if he was on the fucking Warriors with Clay or Clay, I'm sorry, Steph, you know what I mean? If he was anywhere else that was contending, oh, if he, he was would on shine or like, like the that, or like the Kings, the Spurs, oh, that would be Kings, dirty. Yeah, he would absolutely no, don't shine. Don't say the Spurs. That wouldn't be fun for anyone. Oh, don't mm-hmm. be a hater. Except for like two people in Kings. <laughs> I think that'd be great. I think he'd help them out a lot with his style of play, and he wouldn't have to have that such a high usage. He could take higher quality shots. He still plays hard defense. And he'd be clutch for it. He's a clutch player. Absolute bona fide bucket. And so would you say that right now you have Harden at the top of the MVP ladder? Because you were in the, in the group chat earlier today. You seemed to take offense to any anyone else being put above him, or at least him being disrespected. No, I just think he's, he's a great scorer, but that's like all he brings to the table. I he's think, so gifted, but he doesn't do more yeah. than that. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. he uh, doesn't, at, he at doesn't a high, play any defense at, and then, at a high rate, higher rate than other players do. Yeah, like LeBron, Giannis. I mean, he does so well scoring the ball and drawing fouls. It's almost abysmal how many fouls that fucker draws. I could agree. So yeah, and, and like game. Aaron said, I mean, Aaron W., uh, it's his style of play that I think really turns people off because who knows on it, on a per-game basis how many of those points he gets from free throws. I mean, it'd be a pretty easy statistical measure to look at, but I just don't know off the top of my head. But it's mm. over 10, I yeah, would guess. Yeah, I would assume so as well. Yeah. Um, and his game where he went over 20,000 points, he had 11 turnovers too. So Ooh, the, the inefficiency is just it's uh, it's just all it's all out there for the Rockets and uh, it, it, Russell Westbrook is yeah. the same type of player. I mean, people, you yeah. know, made fun of him about, you know, padding stats and you know, it really could be a thing. Uh Harden gets those assists. You look at his assist ratio and you're like, "Wow, how does he get so many assists?" Well, you got to fucking double team the guy and then you get a Capella dunk or a lob and or some shit. He has the ball in his hand like the entire time yeah. other than every like fourth possession. Yeah, he gives it to Westbrook, but and literally him and Westbrook's usage rate is so off the charts and then you get a, every once in a while a three from Daniel House, Austin Rivers or Ben McLeish shit. And D'Antoni still believes in their style of offense, even in the playoffs. Which Seven I mean, seconds, how are you not going to defend less, it yeah. when it's your style of offense that you've uh, championed for multiple years? But it just years. doesn't work in the playoffs. He still but, finds jobs. No, I mean, he was, yeah, look, yeah. I was about to no, say, I look mean, at the Knicks he, when Melo was there. Well, the, Knicks, the regular yeah. season, it's just that it doesn't work in the play. It doesn't work to win championships. But I think at this point, it's between Giannis and LeBron for the MVP race, just by the sole fact that I think that they will be the two best teams at the end of the season in terms of record. 
Um, and that's why I'm kind of scared that it's going to be Giannis, and it probably will be. And it's not like he doesn't deserve it, but it'd be really cool to see LeBron in his 17th season somehow win MVP. Oh, yeah. I just think that the Bucks are too good an overall team, and that's what a lot of people put emphasis on that. There's so many the voting process. And the thing about the Bucks is they really they added the right players to be around Giannis and Chris Middleton. You got a three point shooting center that blocks shots and rebounds at a high rate at in Brooke Lopez. He spreads the floor for guys like Giannis, who's not, you know, he's developing a three point shot, but that's not his game. And Middleton, that's pretty much his game. He's a great shooter, can create for himself. And then you got guys like Wesley Matthews who play great defense. I think Hit a three or two. is still shooting like 50% from three oh, yeah. year or something like that. He's a great ball handler, and he so. finds you, you get him to pick and roll Giannis or fucking Lopez, that's a pick and pop, pick and roll. That's that's a beauty. That's why they're winning games. They got a lot of great guys on that team. Bledsoe you can make the same case for. So the Bucks have a great thing going for him and a great system with Mike Budenholzer because you're going to shoot a lot of threes in his offense, and if you're not going to get a three, well, you got fucking Giannis, the Greek god. What could go wrong there? I, I, it would not surprise me if they would just take it all the way and win it all this year. Which Budenholder is kind of D'Antoni S just because he's had so many good regular season teams with the Hawks. And he was um, also an assistant for he, Greg Popovich. He hasn't by been the able way. to do anything in the yeah. playoffs. But Giannis is just so much more efficient than a James Harden or a Russell Westbrook. And then it, you look back to when D'Antoni had uh, that Knicks team with Carmelo Anthony. It's the same type of situation. You got one or two players that take up all the usage and. If so they, they don't do, if they don't Mello. do their if they don't do their thing that night, then you're not you're pretty much win. shit in the bed. Yeah, if the so. guys aren't putting that place enough, right. you, you need to get your reps into that level, especially if you're a professional athlete. I believe that's why I see a lot of guys drop off like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, touch on it's, college basketball. Mm, yeah. Well, Baylor fucking beat KU recently. Yeah, they did. Showing why Bill Self ruins lives. Some not of my friends only were once they get to the NBA because they're usually crap. Except shout out Devontae Graham. He's been pretty good this year. Uh, yeah, Andrew Wiggins, he's not any good. I mean, he's all right. Josh Jackson. I mean, a lot of people <laughs> think that he's a letdown. Joe, Joe, so Embiid, Joe Embiid, he sucks. I mean, he's all right, but he only had one year at KU, so he was he was able to get away from Bill Self before he ruined his oh. life. But anyway. <laughs> um, I don't see how we go in and freaking romp Iowa State at Hilton. Granted, they're not that good this year, but they always give us problems no matter how good they are. Got Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, it, we just look like a totally different team. I know Devon was hurt for part of the game, but man, it Moss was, was decent. And maybe it's just Baylor's that good. Ba- uh, Baylor is really good. They really surprised me. Uh, Jared Butler. Which yeah, 22 I'm so- points from Butler. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention him on the pod last week along with Tristan Clark, but Davion Mitchell? Clark? Davion Mitchell Clark was the other quick. Anything. Clark dude, played six minutes or so. If two points, if Devon Dodson's on the floor, KU is not a quick, not very agile team, and you could see it as soon as he went out of the game, or even sometimes when he was in, when they had certain matchups, like Baylor was just so much quicker off the bounce than KU was, and it. Then they passed. They were so unselfish. They passed the ball inside, got easier shots than a, a guarded layup. They got wide open layups because they just dished it underneath their big men, and you know us KU playing small. And having to go to the one big, four guards, we don't have the talent at the one, two, or one, two, and three position like we've had in the past. And it's really going to be a problem if we cannot dominate inside, if we cannot show that we have a presence inside and play our second big and cause a mismatch on the other end. It's going to be a problem. And I really think the answer to that is in Aruna, which is the only 
the only way I fault Bill Self for what's been going on because I think a guy like Inaruna can play the four, can be the swing man, he can shoot, he's he athletic, he can block shots. I mean, precisely. I with both hands. I de- yeah. I definitely think Self. We've I miss Tyler Self. He, he deserve he deserves some blame for not playing his young guys. And I, I've said it time and time again. I don't really know how other way to put it. I but mean, yeah, it, it's worked. It's worked in some ways. Other than the freaking weave every offensive. Session. Yeah, and I told Grant that did get a little annoying in that game. But when you don't have your point guard, that it's hard to run anything else because you have all guys that put their head down and drive it to the basket. Besides Moss, and when Abaji drives to the basket and tries to shoot a floater, I God, he yeah, should Moss just really he good should just not Moss had do a great that. game. Yeah. Fifteen yeah, points. He was probably the only shiner of that fucking game. But Looking at some statistics though. Uh, KU made only four out of 15 threes, and I think yeah. that kind of hurt him. Just missing the threes. Like all Moss. <sighs> yeah, literally. And then fucking the eight for 19, the 42% for Baylor. That was solid. That would definitely helped. KU made decent amount of free throws, and KU Finally. also had 10 fucking blocks. But the steals and the turnovers, the KU had turnovers. literally nine more turnovers than Baylor. Yeah. And you eliminate those turnovers? That's a win for KU. In the first, Take care of the ball. In the first half, I think we only had one more turnover than Baylor, but we only had two points off of turnovers to Baylor's 14. So that yeah, was basically folded. the halftime difference. So converting that, and, you know, Dotson is <laughs> the biggest part of our team. Uh, I, I don't care what you say about Azabuke or people coming off the bench to shoot Moss or whatever. Mm. If Dotson isn't right or Dotson's not playing well, which he hadn't been playing well for the previous few weeks, we just got by because – we had more talent than the teams we were playing. When we play good teams, if Dotson's not healthy, we're we're in trouble. And it's clear because we don't have another point guard. If Marcus Garrett and Marcus Garrett has to guard that toughest player, so he got into foul trouble and he couldn't really even be effective on defense. Well, and then you could tell that we were in trouble when I think it took us at least 10 minutes to get our first two points in the paint. And then in the first mm, half, yeah. McCormick and Azizabuke had a combined three points. So we just got to be more efficient, and that's—I mean—I think you could our tell. Goal, yeah. our, I mean, that's what we try to do: is get the ball inside. So I was really surprised that we weren't able to do that against a team who, at power forward, plays a six-five guy. I know—I mean, he's a pretty meaty, dude. Don't get me wrong, Be but tall. still, he girth. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to shoot over him, or at least get more offensive rebounds, and then have easy putbacks. But I think the case of that of this game was just Baylor game planned the hell out of it. I mean, you could just tell KU definitely is a better team. Oh, Scott Drew is a good coach. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he is absolutely. He KU, get the he KU has way more talent than Baylor does, but that that just Baylor executed and KU didn't, and that was a twelve point deficit. The fucking turnovers killed them, missing the three pointers, and of course we didn't. They didn't get inside. So I mean, what could you really expect from that? You're going to take an L from that point. Well, the I fact that we're even still relatively in the game is admiring. Self's got to self's got to make a decision when you're playing teams like that, and I think honestly we need to practice a zone. Ooh. Wow. in practice because nice interception we could play two bigs on offense and not be susceptible to giving up the three ball or giving up straight line do- drives if we could play an effective zone on defense and i think that's his that's his stick with playing man is stick. that hey <laughs> we, we have to match up to the other team's lineup but no you don't you could play you could play too big still if you could run an effective zone like Syracuse has done in the past. It's worked for them. So, to me, Self is adjusting too much to what the other team's doing when he should make the other team adjust to what 
they're doing because, like Grant said, you got a six five guy, and even their center was only like six nine. Yeah, he was yeah, quick he was still as a lot smaller than Azubuke. Yeah, too, he was quick. He was quick as shit and killing us on offense. But on the other end, we should be able to we should be able to take advantage of that, and we really didn't. And that's because self played to what Baylor's game type of game is. Yeah, just no execution. Do you know what time it is? Do you have any fucking idea? Uh, no, 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 don't look at your watch. No, stop it. You time? know. I think it's 10 We've been talking about it. We've been fucking talking. It's about time to get to the goddamn Terry of the Week. What do you think, Lit Trell? Lit Julian Edelman? Mm, big, or big, big, big Baba Booey. Kitchens. Freddy Kitchens. That's for you, Gentleman Edelman or Kitchens? Poor, poor yep. Guy. I really want to go Bill Self just to piss Aaron oh. off, but Facts. man, I, who's I, your legit I wanna, Terry? I want to put it on Lamar, but at the same time, I think it's more John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, just because Bill O'Brien. I think that they overlooked the Titans, and then they got way too cocky on those fourth downs. I mean, the one that was in Titans territory, I understand, but when they went for fourth and one on their own forty-five, uh, play the field position game you you get the ball back if if they don't drive it down 95 yards and then you go down and score and the game's tied but no on the very next possession then Tannehill throws a bomb so i'd have to go john harbaugh i'm gonna go i'm thinking either edelman i'm thinking earl thomas i'm thinking antonio brown for his fucking i think he hit his girlfriend or some shit with something today aj hinch aj hinch yeah absolutely cora ah that's tough um you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go AJ Hinch and whoever the, I don't even care about the I'd general okay manager. I don't give a fuck about their general manager. What his name is? I saw it. I Lunau. Lunau. Bullshit. I don't know. I don't care about. Don't care about the fucker, at all. Bad for baseball. It's Terry this week. Yeah, his name's fucking Terry. It's uh Lunau. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me his full name so I can literally cuss him out on Twitter. Don't know his first name. Didn't have it on here. I don't know. We don't, I don't give Terry, a fuck Terry. about him either. But I really want to say Earl Thomas because he pulled a typical <laughs> Terry because he talked all that shit and then he looked like a fucking dipshit on the field and lost. Yeah, we talked about a pre-pod. Definitely the deepest Terry field that we've had. Oh, yet. for sure. I mean, there's so many. This could be like a screen so many team. First round picks. Water, yeah. The lottery is stacked. Yeah, it's the definitely Terry, a screen team. The Terry team lottery Terry. this week is strong. Yeah. Absolutely, like the it's like the 2003. You could fucking say the Texans. (laughs) You give it to the second they pulled him out, Ryan. I mean, Bill O'Brien is enough for me on the Texans. I think he's probably the one. See, but I feel like Bill O'Brien was supposed to lose. Although you're not supposed to lose when you get up 24 to nothing. So, but I mean, it's pretty hard to do. Supposed to lose that game. Well, John Harbaugh was favored by, I think, seven and a half, eight against the Titans. They they the Ravens screwed up because I. Lamar looked super rusty. I I do think they took for granted who the Titans what were. What the fuck his deal was? Because they're like, oh, the Patriots suck. The Titans aren't going to come in and do that to us. But I I don't think it was on Lamar as much as not playing him in Week 17. Like he looks so rusty. It's three weeks off. Yeah. If you think about it, I mean, I think he, you're a young quarterback like that. You know, you had a great taste of success, and you have so much notoriety. I think it was almost bound to happen. The Maybe only reason, unfortunate, the, but only, the only reason I just bounce back from it. No, and the only yeah, reason I call would. him, a, I would pick Lamar to be my Terry is the way he acted after some of the time yeah, he got sacked or no, some I bad totally place. Forgot about that. He yeah, was no, throwing, he, like a he was throwing the ball, pounding the ground uh-huh. with his hand. Yeah, and and his lineman at times gave him all day to throw. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he uh, sidestepped Jarrell Casey. 
and thought he just had all day after Darrell Casey went by him to throw. He pumped faked three times and thought he still had time to throw, and then Darrell Casey comes back and strip sacks him, and he's looking around at his linemen like they, it was their fault. And I'm like, dude, you just need to get out of there. You sidestepped him, and you don't think he's going to come back to like get the ball? Like, Kind of cocky and, from a young fellow. So that would have been, yeah, wasn't and, strong. And that's what I was going to say. I don't know if uh, you judge Lamar in a moment of frustration like that. Dropping the ball, he still had and he, laser focus. He didn't do anything. And he's down 24 he to nothing. He didn't do anything at all. He didn't show frustration. He tried to get the home crowd into the game, and that's what he did. And he was able to get back into it while Lamar, yeah, no, his body language was terrible. It was every bad. Time, every time that they didn't make a fourth and one or he thought that he had a good throw and he, he thought there was more on the wide receiver, yeah, he definitely showed it. And, I thought that that was uh, yeah. Lamar was kind telling of, a, of his maturity. He was kind of a cocky asshole while Mahomes was down twenty four nothing. Was given a motivational speech and led that team back, and that's maturity. Mahomes has been there that season. The cocky season was last year. Oh yeah, yeah. the the Madden twenty cover season was last year. <laughs> maybe boy. Lamar will learn from this. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what yeah, I was I trying to get think at. He's that type of a guy. No, he's a I, good. I think he's a good kid. I think that's he why means I well. think that's awesome. why I think yeah, the I Chiefs think so. win this weekend because last year they were so close, but they ran into that veteran. They, they ran into Tom Brady and the Patriots and the whole offsides. And, and D Ford playing D for the Ford. other team. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny so if what? he did the exact Eric same thing the 49ers. In the Super Bowl <laughs> <laughs> against the Chiefs. Here you go. I got yeah, you all, really, I got you all back. He was a double agent this entire time. I got you all back. Uh, Who would you rather date, Heinz Ward or Aisha Curry? Jesus. Are, are you saying they look alike? Yeah, yes. I, saying, I don't know. Isn't <laughs> Absolutely. that so the same person? Heinz Ward's got a wagon. I don't really pick either. I'd, well, if you don't pick that, Aisha, if you don't that pick Aisha Curry, she yeah. might like key Dancing car. with the stars he I'm won. picking Aisha because she know how to cook. You know who else knows how to cook? That's fair. Heinz Ward, he got a thick on booty bomb. <laughs> he's dropping he's that, nice dump, he's dropping that dump truck. He's got some nice dimples. Oh, you're freaking gay. That's weird. It was super funny when... Uh, the stuff came out about. I didn't how say back dimples, gay boy. Oh, these are nipples. That's why I was like, no gay. dimples. Oh, uh, he's a cute guy. You know uh, all about his back dimples, don't you? Careful, I've never seen him in person. But online, I yeah, have fantasies. You, you paid hundreds of dollars for those things. Fanfics. <laughs> he wrote fanfic about me, Aaron okay, Wheatley. So who, who's Terry pick? Do we have? Ooh, we have one, I want right? to go with fucking the coach of the Texans, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that, Bill O'Brien. Fuck yeah! Although, hey, day, I guess I should actually thank him. That's why. That's who I was gonna pick. So I guess that's consensus. Bill O'Brien, congratulations! You picked week fucking nine it's just of our crazy podcast in, in a week where we only had you know four NFL games, and that's normally where we go with our Terry. Like we had so there many. There were so and then many non curricular activity things. I almost want to go with Cora just because that's my team, and we got Mookie Betts locked up for another year. And, and you were you were doing all that shit, and then he ended up talking the Red Sox. And let me tell you, AJ Hinch already got fired from the Astros. The Red Sox have no problem with moving on from coaches because we'll win a World Series, then we'll finish mediocre, yeah. and then our coach will get fired. I mean, it happened to Farrell. It happened. Fired. Yeah, it did. I think when you guys won like 2013, you guys had Johnny Gomes at the time. What year was that? I can't remember. Yeah, it was 2013. Yeah, it's like they had all these guys that really provided, and like none of them came back the next year. Coco well, Chris, yeah, Victorino. and then Frank Francona was the same way. We got rid of his ass. He won the World Series. We finished. That was a weird time because we were like last in the division, and then we won the World Series, and then we were last, and then we were third, and then we won the World Series, and then we get rid of Francona after we have another bad year. And it's like 
if Francona was still the coach there, I, I guarantee we do the same things that we've done. We 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 would have won two more World Series since Francona or with Francona. It just doesn't make sense to me. What's going on over there, Bill O'Brien? Nothing, little cuddle sesh. But you, Bill O'Brien, announce it, Maine. Bill O'Brien, congratulations! It is the episode nine of the Crappery Quarterbacks, and you are a Terry, and you picked the really shitty time to do it in the playoffs, buddy. Up twenty-four, nothing. You fucking lose three quarters. You took the Chiefs, score fifty-one points. Absolute shit. You're a terrible coach. That's a game you should have won, and you didn't. And he's their coach and GM. Sorry, Texans. Facts. Y'all suck. J.J. Watt can't save you, but he might catch those fish. He looks commercials where he goes and helps those guys kill oh, the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a he's people like, person. Oh, thanks. You're a pretty good fish. He's a charity work guy, but he couldn't help them win the game. Motherfucker. <laughs> I want the cheeseburger. Before we go, any would you be okay with firing Bruce Weber? Yes. Mid-season. No. Really? Yeah. Let him Fuck let it. him ride it out. Let he, him ruin everybody there. He has I done some good things to the program, but man, they are they're bad. I did he, not expect he was him not, to be. He was never the fit with that team that we had last year. We should have done a whole lot more. We should definitely not have exited the tournaments when we have in the past. Who's the coach that he coaches for South Carolina now? Frank Martin. Uh, yeah. yeah, legend. He's, he's antithetical fuck? to Frank Martin. He's the complete opposite. So I feel like I'm forgetting somebody like did. Do you remember anybody that K State lost from last year to this year? Dean Wade. Dean Wade's in the NBA. Or was there Dean another, was there Brown. another player? Yeah. Barry Brown. I've heard he's Barry Brown. Okay. And then the three point shooter, uh, Kamau Stokes. He was really good. Damn, what the we, hell? Yeah. We right. lost a okay. lot of good players. You so. guys should be even shittier. Jara. Jara and uh, Jada. Diarrhea. Not, Never yeah. forget, Diarrhea, I met Will Spradley. It doesn't sound like it looks at all. <laughs> that and uh, Sneed is our, is our, like, that's okay. it. That's all we got. That's fair. And then uh, Mayween, he's all right. No, he's a turnover. No, I'd like to start our... Stockard kid. That Stockard kid Stockard is terrible. He garbage. starts at the four, he's garbage. So I was wondering, guys, who what is the most underrated college athlete that never went professional, never got drafted, never played professional, like basketball? Brady Morningstar. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Brady Morningstar's nah, a great one. Tyrell Reed was better than him. Tyrell Reed was oh, a what? bucket. No, Morningstar was a bucket. He had a bucket. strap. He pulled threes like no one's No, business. Tyrell Reed was great, but Check I think Morningstar was bro. better. Check the stats. Yeah, I, I think, think Morningstar was more consistent. Those teams were so fun. Morningstar. Connor Tien. Yeah, mine would mostly be KU guys just because I don't really know anybody. Jeff Boshi, I don't think he ever got Connor drafted. Connor Tien one of the cutest KU players of all time. Jeff Looked like Zach Efron. He did. Jay Poles. And now his redheaded stepchild brother plays for KU. Jacob Poulton, he actually did play for the 76ers. Yeah, I was about to say. Last year, I want to say? Yeah. For a little bit. He did. Oh, Keith Langford. I don't know if he ever got drafted, but he's played overseas forever, and he's a, you want to talk about a bucket. That guy was a bucket. But he might have got drafted, to be honest. Or signed. Uh, well, if, he never played a little bit. Yeah, he did. D League. There was a guy for Indiana. His name was Jordan Holes, and that he was a really small white kid, but he he was a hell of a three-point shooter and was low-key inspirational for me when I played basketball. I realize he could he would just pull that shit from fucking thirty feet no problem. Um, I think he plays overseas too. There was also Kevin Pangos. He played for Gonzaga. Him. Yeah, yep. that guy had a, that guy had a fucking whacker. That's not gay. He had a, he had a great three point stroke. <laughs> it wasn't gay. No, it's, he had a great can't stroke. Talk me out of that one, bro. He had a whacker. A I didn't whacker. say tally whacker. I didn't that. say tally. Once. Oh my How are you God. supposed to take it like a what dick? What about uh, Wilcher? Did he ever make it? One more time. Kyle Wilcher. 
He did not. No, yeah, Play for no, Kentucky, he, then yeah, Gonzaga. He was super highly projected. I know you're talking about. Yeah, he did not. He never did. Should, should, while we're on Gonzaga, real quick, should they keep the number one if they keep, continue to win playing cupcakes? Yeah, I was thinking or that too. Or should Baylor or Duke maybe? I feel like Gonzaga's think, always probably, a number one. They'll probably jump them at some point. They always have number they one. Have like to. when they had Nigel Williams Goss or whatever. Like they were great and they win all the way. I, I feel like they're, I feel like they're good. They never perform well in the in the postseason. I mean, oh Luke May. I mean, they for they Carolina the oh, final yeah. bucket. He was solid. They made what? North Carolina two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, they went to the final. that's like the first time in forever, True. maybe yeah. ever. I mean, yeah, that's the only time they made. They're the always like four. projected to go to the final four. They always get a number one seed. It's kind of like the, the Patriots, pitch, except they don't execute in the postseason. Kind of so. like Xavier never really does that well in the tournament either, even though they usually have good regular seasons. What the fuck happened to Georgetown, by the way? Just like yeah. Patrick Ewing, bro. Mac McClung wasn't nearly as good as that. Oh, Patrick Ewing likes his fast food. That's what happened in Georgetown. A bunch of highlight videos coming out of high school. Oh, he had like one of those hype, day. like fucking He's highlight rolls of all time. Efficient. He shoots like thirty-eight percent from mm-hmm. the field. Seventh Woods still playing for Carolina. Had the the in my opinion the best high school mixtape of all time. The best. Look it up. I guess it was time. good because it made you think that he was that great. It was very convincing, and then it he, was very convincing. And then, and then, he, then, he, then he won a national like, championship with North like Carolina. Fifth Woods. Any uh, <laughs> any concluding thoughts, boys? Uh, ESPN offered Tony Romo fourteen million dollars to be their Monday Night Football. Stay with please, CBS, please, because we're tired please, of Booger yeah. McFarland. Oh my god, no. Booger McFarland is absolutely. I agree garbage. that Romo's good, and CBS is trying to keep him. But I please do anything tandem. to get Booger off of there. I love that tandem though with him and Jim Nance. Tessitore is terrible too. Yeah, I, I always like okay. Yeah, McFarland off. Get Pat McAfee on Monday Night Football. Keep <laughs> Tony Romo on. Fucking CBS, CBS, time, yeah. yes. Say what you want about Romo. He had a successful NFL career. He's also a baller, <laughs> by the way, for Dallas. Well, he, he? he suited up for Dallas Mavericks. Remember that shit? That was dope. And he is a one heck of an announcer, and I admire him. I think he deserves it. And God willing, I hope he takes that offer. I oh, hope he deserves it. He's a great Just announcer. I'd like to see someone. Yeah. I'd like to see someone else uh, waste their talents on Monday Night Football. No one watches that shit. I mean, we have to. We we watch right. it because it's football. Fourteen million is something not to shake a stick at. Broadcaster, don't no. you think that you would tune no. in a little more? No, I like I, I would. calling those noon CBS games because that's when people are actually watching football. And he's decent at it because he deserves Tony the Romo's there. He deserves the title. Yeah, facts. Yeah, Tony Romo is ten would, times the announcer than what he was as a quarterback. Le- I turn in. Uh, I tune into games I based on announcers really sometimes. Under, like if you go back and look at his stats, he was actually really good. Yeah, he was. He, he just, really he just choked. got injured a lot. Not injured a lot, choked a, a lot, but very good. Again, yeah, no, not a post. Andy Dalton, two point. Cowboys never were postseason yeah. guys. So. It, it was yeah, it was really not his fault. Him I don't think it was his that he was I, on. I like it is Tony pretty Romo. crazy though. He went to like Eastern Illinois Jason, and he just came out of nowhere and came in for what Drew Bledsoe when he got injured. Kind of like yeah, Tom Brady. Kind of like Brady. But uh, wow. Yeah, no, he just came out of nowhere and because st- I think on like because uh, when he came out and he started playing well, I, I was I remember looking at Madden at the time and like the year before he was like a sixty-five overall, like no one expected him to do anything, and then he actually was pretty good. Yeah, he did great. T- good kid. Big T- up, Tony. Congrats on your uh, offer. Yeah, fourteen. And he ended up dating highest, Jessica Simpson, like highest paid analyst ever. Is he really dating Jessica Simpson? He was. And when, she, right when, she hot, yeah. no, when she was hot, when she was super hot, she's not yeah. hot now. Pretty, no, she looks no, more no. like a lunch lady now that yeah. I probably would still bang. But at the same time, I'm like, eh, can I'll, I get my pizza? Yeah. Can Almost, I get my can pizza? Get my chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. Can I get my taquito? It's like she's offering, hey kid, you want to fuck? I'm like, I'd like my pizza, but yeah, let me know later. Doubles, might, please. Almost doubles, positive. Please. He yeah, doubles. Oh, as well. elementary school, I miss it. 
I had like doubles. On a, on a more serious note, the last thing I had. Oh, that wasn't serious? Does the Well, I mean, like I said, I was trying to say he dated Carrie Underwood too, so I mean. Really? He, he went through some. He could have banged her. Hey, hey, Jesus, take the I'd wheel. I'd prefer Jessica Simpson in her prime. Do you think that. I'd take the, Jessica Simpson now as a lunch lady. <laughs> so the, I, I mentioned it last week, the CBA and the NFL, apparently they're having pretty productive talks with the NFLPA. Um, and they're getting close to striking a deal, so maybe there won't be a holdout, like I've heard. Um, but one of the things that they said in the off-season talks is the Goodell is going to have to address the situation of um, minority coaches uh, as head coaches in the NFL. Do you guys? Is that really his fault? Do you got? Well, I I would agree because isn't there like the is it the Rooney Rule or whatever they call it where they have to they have to interview. Um, Minority coach? Oh, really? I didn't Don't know they? That they had an affirmative action. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they have something like that in the NFL. But hmm. you know, is it a problem? Is it on organizations to? I, I mean, I think that it's probably fair that they at least give them an interview. But if they don't go that way, because Stephen A. had a huge meltdown over it this week, because especially after the bra- side. Uh, he's saying basically that NFL owners are are racist Corrupt. and uh, okay. don't want to. Dude, I mean, he does anything for attention. I guess man. given the environment, you would think that more minorities right. would have opportunities because yeah. there are more minorities who play the game. Uh, but on the other hand, it's like minorities only make up a certain percentage of the population, so the so the probability that they apply for those jobs just goes down by the sheer fact that there aren't as many in total, mm-hmm. i.e. minorities. But, um, yeah, I think given the fact that sports are predominantly play, or a lot, a lot of minorities play sports, or at least as of right now, that's kind of how the environment is, um, then I would say that maybe... I, I just don't know what teams are supposed to do i mean i don't think that they're being outwardly racist is the problem like, yeah do you if, if you legitimately think that I, I i don't think that that's the way that the world works maybe it's just it just so happens at this point that there haven't been as many made head coach but i mean i don't think that if the right candidate came in the room and they happen to be wh- whether they were minorities or, or a minority or not that you wouldn't give them the job yeah if, if they were the right person so i i, I don't know i don't beyond some kind of affirmative action rule where you at least give them an opportunity, kind of like what you were alluding to. Um, I don't really see how you do that much more. Yeah. And I, and it's funny that he brought it up in the case of the Browns, because uh, if you remember, they hired Hugh Jackson and uh, Hugh Jackson went one and 31 in his first two years and was still awarded a third year. Uh, Granted, he didn't make it that granted, that third, team was absolute granted shit. Granted, he didn't make it through that whole third year. I mean, if you go 1-15, usually you're not afforded a whole nother year after that. And then you go 0-16, and, and they bring you back for a third year. It wasn't his fault. And then I think, uh, well, and I think now, I think Marvin Lewis uh, was up for one of the coaching yeah, jobs, maybe the Cowboys. And if you're an organization like the Cowboys and you're just trying to make the playoffs, um, and then you have all this talent to make the playoffs. Uh, the guy didn't win a playoff game in 17 years, and the Cowboys are usually accustomed to making the playoffs or being really close. So I, why you would hire a guy like that, I don't know. What, no matter, like Grant said, his skin color. And if you're talking about minorities, I mean, one out of the five, I think, vacant coaching jobs was a minority in Ron Rivera. So. Yeah, which is a pretty good percentage given the amount that they are in the population. But again, given the... The context that 
football is a mostly played by minorities, uh, then you would think that they would have more opportunities to coach, but uh, maybe it's because a lot of the time they're more successful as players, so why would they want to be coaches? Um, Now, my one caveat to this is that I think that two people that are probably racist in the NFL probably have to be Jared Jones just because he's so old. But part of me thinks that maybe he's not because money and talent is what is what his language is. So right. he doesn't really care. Yeah, I don't. Uh, as long as he as long as he makes his money and you make him look good. Um, and then the other guy Robert is Kraft? the owner of the Texans. Oh, oh yeah, Robert Kraft probably for sure because he's <laughs> old as shit too. I, I heard he really likes Asians though. I heard he really yeah. likes hand jobs, <laughs> but you know who else likes hand jobs? Me. Give he's me a equal, hand job at Asian. He's an equal opportunity God. player when it comes to his massage parlors. But, Isn't uh, that the dream? The owner though? of the text. Yeah, the owner of the text. Because what did he say? That? Like the that's the dream. That's the, the American the dream. Robert the Kraft. Oh yeah, 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 I'm pretty yeah. sure he's a little he racist. Did. Yeah, that's and pretty much like, uh, Donald Sterling. I think the way that he made his money is through oil in Texas. So get I, them I, I out of my game. A little racist, but other than that, I think that the game is fairly progressive. You know, else is progressive. Flow from progressive. Now, I think the NBA has done a lot more oh, in terms of uh, progressiveness. Oh. oh, they've been that way since, you know, 2010s, early 2000s. Yeah. And yeah, I think they, Adam Silver is one of the best, if not the rest best in peace in professional sports to David. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. We didn't mention that last week. Rest and I was, I was like going to say it so many times. And then rest Aaron Main gets off on this crazy tangent and I completely forget about it. And it's, it's, that's just yeah. how it goes. David Closing Stern, statements. He, he, did a lot, he did a lot for the game of basketball. He really set Adam dad. Silver up for success. So kudos to him. And yeah, RIP 77. That's too young. Uh, the uh-huh. Lakers look really good this weekend. Uh, they they were able to beat the Thunder at the Thunder without LeBron and Anthony Davis. I'm really excited for them moving forward. At the Thunder. That's my closing statement. Yeah, and by the way, if uh, LeBron James is in the running for MVP, I think Anthony Davis should be right there next to him. And uh, oh, you... You disrespecting Anthony Davis like that is uh, beyond me because you know he might get your boy another championship or at least get him to one. So get him his first him the ball in the perfect position. Oh every yeah, play. yeah. Okay, <laughs> on himself. Do, he was doing it himself in fucking New Orleans though. I see everybody throwing him lobs. It doesn't matter if it's coming from LBJ I or Latrell, close trash statement. dude on the. Pelicans. Oh, dude, I'm overrated. too tired to use my brain at the moment. Man, Latrell's been sick. And by the way, when we were doing the intros this week, he was supposed to be the master tongue blaster. We had some fun in the group chat earlier, but sure he has Maine botched it. So. <laughs> I didn't botch it. I got to stick with the God We're given. just kidding. No, he, we, we, do think he has mon- we do think he has mono, though. He's got the old Aaron, Finally! Aaron Donald illness. Finally! The part of the or, podcast Sam I enjoy, Darnold, the Darnold. gay parts. My closing statement, okay, and I got to keep it 100. So last fucking week I talked about the Twins being in a holdout with Josh Donaldson. 110 million. Donaldson's like, eh, I'm 34. I think I deserve more. Okay, Mr. 257 on a losing playoff Braves team that got fucking smacked by the Cardinals. Smacked. Um, yeah. So if you're going to sign him, fucking sign the guy. I don't know what the, like, what else do we have to do? We, I think we solidified that we don't want to go for pitching because we yeah, got Nicky Homer. Lopez. Oh, I'd literally <laughs> suck him from the back for 20 minutes in heaven. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so. Sign him or don't. Fucking make a decision. And Josh Donaldson needs to stop holding out. He's not fucking Craig Kimbrell or Dallas Keuchel, who, oddly enough, made a very, very quick signing because I think the White Sox, out of desperation, just threw money at him because they want to compete. But that's it. That's all I like to talk about. More on that next week. Closing, Grant. Already had my you already had. Bro, fucking pay attention, you cocksucker. Uh, a lot of uh, 
MLB news. Shout out to my Sox for getting Mookie Betts signed to a one-year deal. Record one-year arbitration deal, $27 million. We might wow. not have our coach for a couple years or... Maybe we'll fire him, which <laughs> Forever. I think if, if he if he gets punished like uh, Hinch did, I, I definitely think uh, we move on from him. Ned Yost comes back. Bellinger also signed a record-breaking $11.5 million contract for a first-year arbitration-eligible player. Uh, I'm rooting for the Titans this week. Sorry, Chiefs fans. Suck me off, matey. No one gives a fuck what you have to say anymore. I don't know what done. I don't know what kind of done, Colts lassie. fan over here is booing me. He should be rooting for his division rival. Home That's town, okay, bro. According I, to Grant's logic, but not mine. That's a hot take. I was take. rooting for the AFC South. Well, who listens Chiefs, to that guy anyway? Lastly, we've been slacking on social media, guys. I apologize. And uh, let's get it going. Dap me up. Fans are busy. We're gonna get. Yeah, going. we we all are busy. Uh, Maine probably the least busy out of all of us. So wow, you're right. Maybe putting him in charge of social media. All right, deal. Yeah, I'm maybe why he's at his parents' restaurant. He can, um, you know, help us out. Yeah, come to Country Room Cafe. Shower. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Follow his Snapchat, by the way. I don't know if it's. it's I don't think it's, it's legendary Maine. It is officer, officer officer underscore Maine sixty nine. He's Maine's party time. I mean, it's pretty. Oh yeah, you, you got to message me if you want to get on that private <laughs> snap. It gets a little frisky. It's I'll fairly admit. entertaining. Thank you. You actually watch it. Frisky. If yeah. you actually watch it, guys, I actually have no idea if you yeah, do. All the time. Oh really? Especially like when you're on the toilet and stuff. <laughs> oh and god. Lady Gaga. Dude, this, <laughs> the the Mr. Krabs impersonation. Can we get it? Can we get a Mr. Krabs? <laughs> all right. On the way out. SpongeBob, me boy. He's like Squidward. You're fired. <laughs> you're fired, Mr. Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to work, Mr. Squidward. Mother of Pearl. Throat game on fleek. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of practice from... Uh, yeah. We don't want to know. Yeah, Mr. not Crab. Find out next week on episode 10 of Craft Brew Quarterbacks. Hey, thanks for tuning in, thanks guys. So. Have a great week. Listen to the podcast. Jerk me off. Give me some sloppy toppy. Watch us next week as well. We'll Sloppy Toppy. Mike McCarthy. Sloppy Toppy, baby. (laughs) That's what it's all about. That's what I want the most. Episode 10 next week. Check it out. Fuck me.